This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I took down my dick award because somebody was telling the me to the other day, but now it's... <laughs> I'm gonna just put it back right here. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> uh, the Jason Lee show. Yeah, you know him. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> Are we filming? Yeah. <laughs> what is unfortunate about Jason Lee? Nah, Jason Lee, cool. I'm just saying, unfortunately, just because of the happened this year. What happened this year? I mean, am I thinking of the right? You're thinking Jason Love. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not even hired. That's crazy. <laughs> Jason Lee is the uh, homosexual host of Hollywood Unlocked. So, like, tell me, like, how'd you win this award, bro? Like, what happened, bro? I mean, I've kind of wondered that myself. What have I done to deserve the Hall of Fame Mandingo <laughs> Award? I've never really thought about myself in that context, but you know, Jason Lee gave it to me. It's like, I guess he felt like my deserves some kind of award. But that's neither here nor there. Corn, what's going on? Hey man, a lot's going on. Yeah, yeah. Hit me with the current events. I mean, current events like trying to get back into streaming. Mm. I say trying because it's like only like just sitting down. Like I'm the type of like I just like to move. Mm. Like it just helps me think. So like with streaming, you know, like you've been seeing the what's going on with like IRL streamers and it's all taking that. over. Like, yeah, like it's an old art form. I've been watching Ice mm-hmm. Poseidon and all these other yeah. people do it for years and years. But now it's like having this moment where even people like Steve will do it who never did that before mm-hmm. are getting on board and then you mm-hmm. got neon going viral every f- night aiden raw's doing it exactly like you got to think about it like people that watch this is like they're living through these people like mm-hmm. they can't do it so it's like they gotta it's just, like there's always been vlogs and sh- but it's different when it's live you know what i'm saying mm. anything could happen but yeah like that's what i'm gonna start doing starting next year like january type right now i'm just easing into it so i'm still in the like i just moved bro i literally just moved out my mama crib like october Okay, and so you're from where? So I'm from D.C., man. I'm right. from the DMV, mm-hmm. and I just moved to Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, and it's been chill as fuck. Like, it's just nice. What made you decide to make the move? Hey, bro, I had three choices. It was Atlanta, Miami, and L.A., and it's just like, money-wise, definitely Atlanta's better than those two, and it's also like, mm. Miami's just way too crazy. It's just, I need to, like, just have more discipline before I'm living in Miami. I'm going to be way too distracted. So it's like... The plan is I'm gonna have I'm gonna live in all three cities. Like I'm gonna have cribs in all of them, but I'm starting off in Atlanta first. Okay, so yeah, Atlanta it's a business decision. Kind of more, you know, low key, mm-hmm. but definitely a creative space, but exactly. also like close to home for you. So exactly, it's, you know, like it was just a business decision, honestly. Right. So it's like I'm really just using that as like training grounds in a way. Okay, that but, makes sense. So you don't think that DC is it when it comes to you doing well, right what you now? Need to like, do? I don't know if you've been hearing anything about DC, but it's crazy, bro. You have twelve-year-olds just running around with guns, like they're crazy. Yeah, like I literally just saw someone say it today, like you, you, if you have a nice car or clothes, like you literally can't walk around DC without feeling like you might end up twelve-year-old today because they're just crazy, bro. Wow, like it's actually crazy. And honestly, I never really had no problems when I was in DC, so it's like I only see the 
the news. Like I had no problems personally, but literally though, like two days before I moved out, uh, me and my boys was out, and like bro, the whole like you know street parking, and shit, whole street, every window got broken into, but. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, no, like, it is bro, wild. Like, and it's getting dangerous. I, I feel you because, like, I always looked at San Francisco as a pretty nice place. And I was watching a documentary about it on uh, Channel Five the other day, and holy, <laughs> is a f- war zone now. And bro. and they kind of like made the point, like, like there's this random dude on the show, who's like a fentanyl addict, and he catches like an assault. Like he's a case. regular. Yeah. Oh yeah. It does the- nothing. Like just smoking fentanyl all the time. <laughs> and he caught a charge that in San Francisco they didn't even bother to prosecute him and they said that if he got caught up for the same thing in a state that is more strict like North Dakota or something he would have got like 20 years. Damn. What so the uh, f- going on in San Francisco? They just, they passed a law where like you basically it used to be that you would catch a felony if you stole anything over $400 I think mm-hmm. and now it's like $1,000 and they just, wow. basically they're just not prosecuting anything. They got like open air so, drug markets and just got lazy as hell. Yeah, basically. And I've they heard, just they decided to go easy on crime, basically, uh, and like, like try to keep people out of prison. Kind of reminds me of that. I don't know which city was it. It's in Canada. Uh-huh. Like, it's like every drug is legal and it's just crazy Vancouver out there. Vancouver and sh- All yeah. in the Northwest. This is something that they're trying out. And I don't think it's really going that well. Nah. <laughs> like, right. The video I'm seeing is crazy. Like, the, like, like, it's that dude. I don't know his name, bro, but I've seen some videos. He's just walking around trying to see if this person's dead or just asleep. It's just crazy. <sighs> Wow, man. At least when, we, when I was a kid, we had crackheads. Yeah. Now you got the fentanyl addicts. It's a totally different level. Yeah. Um, okay, but wait. So what kind of upbringing did you have? You grew up in a bad area or did you grow up in a decent area? So like when I grew up, like, because basically my parents, they grew up, like they were born in Ghana. Like I'm Ghanaian. I was born here, but they're Ghanaian. So uh, right like right before I was born, they moved. And they were staying with my, uh, like, cu- like my cousins, I guess their sisters, mm-hmm. uh, brothers. And... and like at first, when we first moved into our first house or whatever, I was only in there for a couple of years. I moved out when I was five, but it was it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like no suburban. Shit. The second house we moved to, that was some suburban, shit, bro. And then like, bro, like a lot of crazy. Shit. Like my dad got arrested. We had to move out. So for a little bit, we was down. Like he got arrested for what? I mean, I ain't gonna get into that right now. Like even mm. my like I know it now, but even my mom didn't want to tell me till I was older. So like I really don't know how she'd feel if I just aired it out. But like yeah, yeah, you're right. So he was gone for a little bit, and then so after that, like we wasn't in no big house. We was in the suburbs, bro. And then that got arrested. Like just went. So we moved to like a little condo. It was like me, my brother, sister, my grandma, and my mom. Uh-huh. And then after the condo, we moved to a little townhouse. And I was and after so basically, bro, like. Um, everyone who's watching this that's in the DMV knows. Like, like I grew up in PG County and kind of crazy out there. Like, I always say, like, I moved out of PG County in sixth grade. If I stayed in PG County, I'd be a completely different. You think you would have just got into crime? For sure. Like, like, bro, even, like, I was only in middle school. Like, when I started middle school for eight weeks, I was only there for eight weeks, bro. And I was all right. Like, I, I don't know what was going on. I could feel myself changing, bro. All the n- I was around, all the people I was talking to was just crazy. And then I moved to Montgomery County as way chiller it's like it's the most i I remember i read it a couple years ago it's literally the most one of the most ethnically what's the word diverse yeah ethnically diverse like cities or places in america so it's just everybody you know like before it was just literally just black people you know what i'm saying it was in the ghetto uh but over here it was just you know what i'm saying it was just chilling did you do you prefer like being in the suburbs and having a nice clean lifestyle or did you kind of like being in the city and having all this wild going around you Honestly, like, my mom was, because, you know, she was new to America, so, like, she was propaganda into just, 
like being really safe. Like she literally mm. thinks every time I walk out, I'm gonna die. So like, I really didn't get to do shit growing up. Like I, like I remember like my first time going to a birthday party was like fourth grade. So that she ain't like me. Like she ain't like me being outside. Like, like literally. She was just scared. She thought like he's exactly. gonna join a gang. He's gonna mm-hmm. get into all this bad. Shit. So like when we moved to the suburbs, like I fuck with it because like now she feels like it's okay for me to actually go out. So I like the suburbs more just because in a way it's kind of like freedom, bro. Like I can literally just be sitting in my seat scrolling through my phone like even if the door open and not have to worry about shit, bro mm. like the house that we had just moved into before i moved to atlanta that was like peak suburbs bro like it's a new, whole new neighborhood just got built so it's like safest right you know what i'm saying i like feeling safe like no yeah like when i moved out of my parents house i was so hyped to live in the <laughs> areas of new york i just thought it was so cool and when i think about it now like i want to live in the nicest area possible yeah. i want to live in a gated community i want my kid to go to the nicest private school possible i guess part of that is just the fact that like as americans we're all just scared of like crime and that's all this crazy ass homeless people and everything like it's literally i mean is it getting crazy or is it about the same right now i haven't checked into it recently i mean i feel like it's gotten crazy like i just remember being younger and just the the rule of law seemed so much more secure like it was just such a big deal to steal something and now it just feels like that is just nothing in comparison <laughs> to everything that's going on like the cops sure. are gonna barely bother to arrest you for shoplifting and you know? maybe it's getting more numb to that it's like you know what I'm saying? Right, definitely. So what kind of kid were you throughout all this? Were you kind of like a computer kid or like... So like, even now, quiet? like, people have always said I was a very quiet kid. I was one of those, like, I was really, like, because I know some people, like, they'll be like, I was, like, once I started talking, you would listen. Like, for me, it was really just, I was kind of a class clown, but in the sense that I didn't talk much unless I was talking to my friends, but every now and then I'll just crack a joke, just laugh. Like, I was just quiet as like just soft spoken mm. like i've been working on that recently it's been going well but like like teachers picking on me to read or whatever they're like cause get quiet you know what i'm saying you know uh he's soft spoken or whatever i remember when she said i was like wait a minute really the mm. f-? like you know what i'm saying i just had to change bro but yeah like i was just a quiet kid like i never really got in trouble except for dumb i went to detention and suspensions for dumb like but it really just i don't know i really didn't really get into trouble or none Right. I was really a smart kid, too. Like, I was in, like, an engineering club. You know what I'm saying? I won first place in the school. And we did a competition with other schools. I literally won first place in that. So I really thought I was going to become an engineer when I was growing up. But as I grew up, like, my mom was trying to put me in programs. And, and it's like, for me, I like doing shit because I want to do it. Like, I feel like I'm in like I'm in control. Like, once I'm doing shit where it feels like, damn, like, if I, if I had to choose, I wouldn't do this. Like, I just can't do it. Because, like, the stereotype of immigrant parents is that they're super strict and they are super serious about education mm-hmm. and they want you to just basically mm-hmm. get the, a boring-ass job but the one that's going to make as much money as possible. Were your parents like, pushing you in that direction? Yeah, for sure. Like, even now, like, she still wants me to, like, because right now I'm taking a break from school. Like, I was in college, but I'm, right now I'm just on a break, which really, I say break, but it's like I probably go, like, I Personally, I think I'll go back in a couple years. That could be two years or 10 years. I don't know. Just depends on how I'm feeling. But right now, I'm just on a break. Like, she still wants me to play it safe, basically, because she says it. it's like a safety net. Mm. But it's just like the shit I want to do, at least for right now, like college can't teach me. Like the last things I was doing in college, because at first I was just doing general education while I figured it out or whatever, right? Mm. And then... Uh, I started, like, you know what I'm saying? Eventually, they push you, like, you have to choose something. You have to choose something. So I was like, bro, I just choose communications. Like, when I choose, when I chose communications, 
I was already like planning my escape to get out of here. Like my mom was just strict as hell. Like it was just annoying me, but you know, uh, unghetto Matthew. Yeah. 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 So I interviewed him the other day and he actually said something that I haven't really heard other people say too much, which he's basically said that he felt that he f***ed up by staying in high school because he had high some, school. Yeah. Cause he had some viral going on and like his music was starting to get attention and he going viral on YouTube and all that while he was still in high school. And his parents basically like convinced him to, you know, stick it out and just stay in high school. And he feels like he kind of lost the moment in terms of his music. He actually said, he, he said, I would be Lil Uzi right now if it wasn't for the fact that I stayed in school, which normally people don't talk about staying in high school like it's a mistake, mm -hmm. but definitely like with you right now and with the college thing, like you probably, you, you don't know if you're going to have the opportunities that you have right now exactly. for, you know, in like, two or three and years. And it was funny too, because when I chose communications, but we're in class, they're talking about networking and all this other sitting there because this is like 2022 right like beginning of 2022 is the last semester we're sitting in class and like they're talking about oh name an experience and this and that and i was sitting here like writing the shit that i've done i'm like bro don't even sound real like we're supposed to like get in and talk about it so i'd always like minimize myself in a way so that because i don't know like it just sounds like cap when i was writing it down compared to all these other college students but in terms of college like i honestly feel like if you know what you want to do then do it Mm -hmm. And also at high school, like even high school, like I was telling my boy, like, bro, just if you're going to not do anything, like at least finish high school, like just get the diploma, like stick that out. But hey, like maybe Matthew, like Matthew's my boy, by the way, we've linked up. People say we look alike, like he's my friend or whatever. But like, <laughs> that kind of crossed my mind, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, but yeah, he chill us. Maybe he, like maybe he would have been Lil Uzi, I don't know, but yeah, I, I still mean, feel like high school, like you got to at least finish that. That's what I feel like. Mm. You can do whatever you but want. But I used to always know these pro BMX kids, too, who would, like, stay in school. And, like, it's kind of, like, I, I would think that maybe they were making a mistake. Because, yes, it's dope to finish school. But at the same time, when you're getting all these offers to get all this money mm -hmm. and be able to travel the world and do what you love, what you're passionate about, I mean. Well, I really, I'm trying to figure out how the speed finished. Like, was he just doing online or something? Like, bro, it's kind of crazy. This, like, he's still flying out and doing all this other while in high school like he just graduated right maybe he wasn't doing that much or maybe he was yeah. maybe he's like just probably, secretly like real serious about yeah, that I don't for, know. yeah maybe for ungato matthew he's he was probably like like when you have to go in to school and like all those hours that you're stuck in school like he probably wasn't doing online or none so like he probably did i mean if you're good out. at school if you're good at taking tests and can imagine like being able to just kind of coast through the school part for me it's like if i like i just remember school being hard as for me because I just don't have a good memory. I don't give a f It's just hard for me to like do anything that I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. But I've also just known a lot of people in my life who were able to just kind of coast through high school and college and it wasn't that big a deal for them. Yeah, I mean, if, so for me, basically, I never studied till high school. Like I literally, mm -hmm. I was just going through like elementary school, middle school, it was just closing through. After high school, like during high school, that was when, like I said, my mom put me in this little engineering program. And that's when I started. So at first, ninth grade was normal. Tenth grade, normal. But 11th and 12th grade, so 11th grade, I would have the college professors pull up to the school. And I, like we would, because it was a program, right? So we would have our classes at there. And then 12th grade, it was basically dual enrollment. That's what it's called. 12th grade, I was just, like I didn't, I wasn't in high school in 12th grade. I was literally in community college as a senior like that was my senior year just going to community college bro and that must like, have felt cool having all these older girls around you yeah it was kind of cool but bro like <laughs> no? i don't know bro it was like it was hard to make friends and shit. it was just mm. i don't know it was just weird but like okay when did it become obvious to you that you were smart enough to skip ahead like that 
What do you mean skip ahead? Like be able to go to college early and everything like that. Like, like, did you just always have a super easy time in school? Yeah, so it was super easy. But like I said, I was, it was always easy for me until high school. So after high school, like I started studying and shit. But it was like, since I'm doing all this college shit, and I, for me, like, bro, I don't know if you're like this too, but like, if I don't want to do something, I'm really not going to do it. Like, oh, yeah. I don't have no motivation. I can't just sit there and, like, stick it through, bro. Like, if I go to prison, bro, I'm escaping. Mm. If I don't want to do it, I ain't doing it, bro. Like, that's why my, like, I, I was just trying to get some people to understand that. And it's like, if I want something to do and I have the drive to do it, I'm going to do it. Like, it's going to happen. Like, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, everything that I've managed to accomplish in my entire life has basically been the product of me just having a really hard time just doing whatever the f- I'm told and just, mm-hmm. every yeah. time I ever had a job throughout my life it was just hell yeah. I just hated it and I would spend the whole time thinking about how I was gonna you know hustle or, or figure out some kind of scam or some so that yeah. I didn't have to work Bro, crazy cause like I've only had one job like I was literally I worked at McDonald's for three days mm. and like on that like last day like I just walked out you know what I'm saying said bye to my manager I never went back like <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I still well I still had the universe I don't know where it's at right now but I literally just walked out. They never even called me back or nothing, bro. I just literally never went back in. And right after that, like, this was literally, like, June 2018, right? Right after that, like, literally, I'm talking about next week, uh, the that started the catalyst of where I am now was Instagram. Like, I had a meme page or whatever. That next week, like, I started going viral. Like, I started hitting explore pages. Mm. It was, like, some crazy coincidence. Like, quit this job, and then the next like cycle of my life started so right just like that were you always just around online doing little creative things or what what has your online career been like so like bro since a like since i was a kid i've always been on the internet i've always been scrolling through i've seen a lot of (laughs) you know how some people say like they're numb like they don't care about seeing goring whatever the i wouldn't say that because i never went out of my way to go see that but it's just like i've just seen a lot on the internet like i just know the ins and the outs of the internet and then as time went on, as like Instagram and all these other apps are progressing, I'm seeing these other people do this and that. I'm like, bro, I could easily do that. Mm-hmm. I started it, it was trash. Like shit was going bad. And I, you know what I'm saying? I screenshotted it on my story when I made the meme page. I'm like, yo, everybody follow me. It was like four of my friends followed me. I'm like, bet, I'm going to remember this. <laughs> and like it took, this is like 2017. It took like nine months before like I started picking it up. But yeah, it was just like, I don't know. It was basically since I was a kid, I was gathering knowledge without realizing it that would help me to where I am now. Like, Mm. that would help me to just boost everything that I'm doing. And that's why the internet's crazy if you use it right, because there's infinite knowledge that you can just pick up on there, but you have to really want to learn and you have to be Mm -hmm. willing to pay attention. Like even just the podcast space, like you can just listen to all these super smart, successful people have conversations and that information's right there. If you're willing to actually like go for it. Exactly. I'm telling you like this next generation of kids that are, raised on these phones and iPads that are just have that shit in front of them. They may be a little weird, but like watch out for them. They're going to be wicked smart. Mm. But they there's they're also going to be really really dumb. Like it's going to be two parts of the spectrum, bro. Really really smart people and really really dumb. Like I'm excited to see what happens with the next generation. Like I really want to see this. The the thing that scares the out of me is when I see uh like a TikTok that they, it's called like a stim TikTok, stim TikTok where they'll have it's like stimulation like oh. they'll have like a podcast clip and then oh, they'll have like yeah, a crazy yeah. fast paced video game clip mm-hmm. below it and just realizing that that helps keep kids engaged and then realizing it's also working on me and yeah. I'm just staring at the video game footage and it's helping me to focus <laughs> on the podcast clip that scares the out of me for the future generation yeah. 
because they're doing it as kids, bro. Literally, just yesterday, I'm literally listening to whatever the I was in like a Twitch stream or whatever on TikTok, and it's just a person doing parkour on Minecraft. I'm like, bro, why is this working on me? Like, what the? <laughs> yeah, man, man that shit crazy, weird. But okay, so you start doing the meme page thing, and like, when does it actually start to hit? So it started hitting. So when I hit that explore page that first time, like ever since then, I was just steady growth. So like by the end of the year, like literally, gen so by the end of the year, January 1st, I hit 10K, like on January 1st, start oh, off the Instagram? year. Yeah. Okay. Start off the year, like 2019, January 1st, New Year's, I just start off, I get 10K. And after 2019, though, that's when shit got a little rocky. So like Instagram stayed deleting me because, mm. you know. When their shit's changing or whatever, like, you can't curse, you can't do this, blah, 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 blah. And normally the algorithm doesn't care, but all those old posts, anyone with a report bot could literally just go through your shit, get you clipped. Like, I don't know what was going on with those people. It was these people called report guys. There was, like, literal gangs, just internet people that just did not fuck with people that post memes. Right. So they would just be constantly clapping my accounts and... So with Instagram, what I'll do is I always use Twitter, but I only use it to make my memes. Like I'll literally like do my little caption, post my picture or the video and then edit it together, throw it in a post. That's how I did my shit. So when I'm when my Instagram was banned, I just went straight to Twitter mm. and I was forced to be on Twitter. Like basically I was forced to be on Twitter. I never chose Twitter. Like I just was forced to be like I'm just an internet guy. Like I gotta be using my phone. I gotta be seeing shit. And if I'm not gonna be on my Instagram shit, then I was just gonna be on Twitter. So I started learning. Right. A lot of people like NLE Chapa and Blueface who mm -hmm. tweet a lot. It's just because they have been like permanently <laughs> yeah. banned from Instagram. <laughs> Yo, literally both of them. Like, but with Twitter, a lot of people. Oh, this, tell me this truth. This is a cycle of Twitter, right? You download Twitter. You're like, what the fuck? I don't understand anything. You delete it. And then you come back, whether it's months or years later, you come back, you start using it again. You're like, yo, this shit kind of fun. Mm. And that was the kind of shit that happened with me. So, like, I was like, this shit kind of fun. I still miss my meme page, though, but this shit kind of fun. I get my meme page back, like, December, right? And then my Twitter gets clapped. So, I'm like, fuck it. I got my Instagram page back. I don't care no more. February comes in. It's kind of hard to get a Twitter clapped. deleted, right? Like, what were you doing? So, the first time I ever got deleted was the only time that was really my fault. Like, I didn't understand Twitter like that. So, like, apparently if you said nigga twice in a reply. See, I heard you say that, and I've never heard of that before. That's now, crazy. That was 2019, though. So, 2019, if you said it twice in a reply, it's because you're adding them, right? Yeah. So, the bot or whatever is like, they're saying a slur twice. Get them out of here. Well, I have a friend who I'm pretty sure got deleted on Twitter at one point for saying the N-word, too, but it was the hard R. Oh, yeah, that's different. He was saying, he wrote, yeah, like, I weird. hate it. What? Hard R's or some shit with, like, a bunch of emojis or, you know, he's <laughs> fucking around, but if you look at it and you're not yeah. thinking of it as a joke, you're like, oh, this is hate speech. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, the reason I got banned that time is, like, you had three strikes. That was my third strike at that point. Mm -hmm. So, like, they got me out of there. I didn't care, though. Like, that was, like, I didn't have no attachment to Twitter at the time. So, like, Instagram got banned in February, and, bro, mind you, this is 2020. You know what I'm saying? You know when COVID hit. This is March. March, I mean, COVID hit in 2020. Literally the week before COVID hit, I went viral for the first time on Twitter. Mm. And, like, at this point, I knew what I was doing. So, like, I just kept doing that shit. I was growing a little fan base or whatever. Like, and then COVID hit. And, a little like, that was literally the blessing. Like, everybody in their mama's in the house. No one's at work. No one's at school. Mm -hmm. And they're just all on Twitter. And, like, a lot of people were new to Twitter. Like, they didn't know what the fuck was going on and, like, basically just greeted them. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is Twitter. I was posting my shit. It was all going viral every single day. And 
uh, what made me stop caring about Instagram is like, bro, I literally gained 50K in a month. Mm. And when I got banned on Instagram at that time, I had like 60K, but that was over the course from 2018 to 2020, right? Mm -hmm. But on Twitter, I gained, I went from like 4K to 50K in one month. I got suspended, but it's just like, it made me realize, I'm like, yo, I could do something with this. But where do you think you get that sense of being able to, you know, not only like think of funny things to tweet, but then also figure out how to say them in such a way that they do incredibly well on there because I have a fucking million followers and I have a hard time thinking this shit. Like it's easy to just write whatever you're thinking. It's another thing to take that thought and wrap it in such a way and shape it to the point where people want yeah. to retweet it. Like that's a very specific skill. So like nowadays, you know, like Elon bought that, all this other shit. Yeah, right now, now it's a war zone. It's yeah, great for people yeah. like you that want to make offensive <laughs> jokes on there. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean like, so right now, like the easiest thing to do like to really ease yourself because for me i just have an internet brain i'm not gonna lie so it's yeah. like different but it's like right now quotes you like you see a lot of quotes now that's what's popping is eat like quotes is the easiest shit ever well i mean just posting a meme is the easiest shit ever but quotes are the easiest shit ever because someone said something now all you got to do is add on to it mm. So it's like someone says some shit, you just got to fucking quote that shit and say whatever the fuck you want. Because a lot of it's times it's different you, than just yeah. writing a tweet from scratch. Like I, that's I'll different. see you with like 100,000 likes on a response. And sometimes it'll be the most obvious fucking thing. It'll just yeah. be like a girl posting a picture and she'll have big ass feet. And you'll just quote tweet it and be like, bitch, you got big ass feet. Boom, 100,000 likes. <laughs> I know exactly, like, I know exactly <laughs> which one you're talking about, too. Is that a real one? I just made that up. But no, it no. might have been influenced by one that I had Bro, seen before. This girl got big ass feet. I said, <laughs> feet five foam ass, feet five full foam ass feet. Like, just big ass feet. That literally like two days ago. Oh, okay, yeah. So but, it was yeah. real. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Just, quotes is just the easiest shit ever. And it's, the algorithm favors it a lot. And then yeah. if you respond to it and put more responses in the quotes then, or, mm -hmm. or below it, then that a lot of times I think helps keep it going yeah i don't really do the replies no more because like nowadays i just tweet and go like mm -hmm. i'm just on the go but bro like i still miss old twitter though because i like at the end of the day to me word tweets are the best tweets like it's what makes twitter twitter like words like every other app you're on tiktok it's a mm -hmm. video yeah oh, you're on instagram it's a picture or a video something or, special about just like a five word tweet that goes viral. but unfortunately like i fuck with elon musk yo fuck all the old Twitter staff, I really hope they're struggling to eat because it was just on dick for years for mm. no reason. But Elon Musk, I haven't been suspended yet, so I fuck with him. But he changed the algorithm and word tweets aren't favored. Like, bro, tweets, like word tweets are what make, like what separates Twitter from everybody else. That's you true. can really just hop on there and just read shit. You don't have to see anything. You can just read it. Mm. But it's not favored in the algorithm no more. I've noticed a lot of people like that notice shit, like anyone that has a lot of followers, they don't do word tweets as much. I still do it. Cause to the end, of, at the end of the day, it's the best tweets to me. Mm. But a lot of people don't do it because it you, you're not gonna go viral at, like as often. It's like a hit or miss. You you could tweet the funniest shit ever, and it's a word tweet. It just doesn't hit the algorithm. But sometimes you'll see people going super viral with like a really long tweet yeah. that just has a fuckload of information <laughs> or like a thread of, of yeah. multiple tweets in a row, which is like another brand. Well, Twitter's of, to Twitter me, tweet. it's still like the best app. There's so much information on there. Mm. There's just. Everything is on If you there, want to you know, know what's saying? going on you know, you in know. the moment, it's the only app. Yeah. Because it's like during the fucking protests and the riots and shit in 2020, it's like you go on TikTok, you're going to see some girl dancing from fucking two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, you go on Instagram, it's like it's too curated. It's everybody that you know and what they're up to and shit. But Twitter, you actually feel like you can 
see what's happening as it's happening or like during a fucking UFC fight Mm -hmm. what are you gonna look at you go to Twitter because you you know you're gonna see everybody you know talking about that shit in real time I got max like max is two days like that you're gonna see old unless someone just retweets an old tweet Mm -hmm. but it's literally everything was today from yesterday or two days ago that's it like you know what I'm saying how many hours a day you think you're on Twitter so like at my peak my peak was obviously COVID so I would say Right now, I'm not on Twitter that much. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, if you know it, like, if anyone has noticed, I don't be on Twitter as much. I still be tweeting a lot, but I would say on average, on a, like, if I'm really, like, let's say I'm, I'm it's a good week, right? Average would be six to eight hours. Right. Like, swear to God. But at my peak was COVID. I was dead. I was on there all day, bro. Shit crazy. And I remember, because I got suspended hella times. When I got, when I got suspended... Uh, during COVID, I'll be like, bro, like no, no notifications coming in, no nothing. I'm like, damn, what the fuck do I do now? Cause like, you know, yeah. like, bro, like it was just boring as fuck without it. I'm like, damn. But I always gave myself that little break because whenever I was on Twitter, I was literally on there every day, like just tweeting. So it's like, but I don't know. Like at first I was doing it for the love of the game and I still do it. But you saw that the new payouts and shit, right? Like yeah, people getting going? paid and shit now. Uh, that shit is ass, by the way. Like. I've been telling people, like, if you want to get on Twitter, to get to that point, you're going to have to do it for the love of the game. You can't do it for money because the money will come when you're big. When I was first doing it, it wasn't for the money. But, bro, the payouts are just dog shit, How bro. bad is it? Like, so you get a lot of fucking views. Bro, let me show you how bad it is, right? So, off one quote, like, if someone pays me for a promo and I do a quote, off that one tweet, because these X payouts, the Twitter payouts, they come out every two weeks, bi-weekly. You get it every two weeks. Uh-huh. So two weeks of accumulating your views and getting your money up, I make that off. Like, I'll make more off one person buying a quote tweet. So mm-hmm. it's like, I always got promos. That's how I always made money on Twitter. And, like, that's still the main way I make money on Twitter. Not the payouts. Like, those payouts aren't shit. Like, what do you it, make? Like, a thousand bucks a month? A couple thousand? Oh, uh, yeah. A couple thousand, mm-hmm. like, off the payouts. Like, that's it. Right. Like, that shit is not it. Like, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? A couple extra rack. Like, you know what I'm saying? You it's cool, a, but you're also one of the most viral people on yeah. the platform. And so think crazy. about how it is for everybody else. I'm saying, like, I could only imagine, like, bro, two of my friends that, like, that are actually big on Twitter, like, that do the same shit as me, they don't even get paid because the other person, I don't know what it is with them, but the other person, like the other other person, uh, he put the wrong country and you can't fix it. So like they go super viral every single day. They have not made a penny. Oh, wow. So it's like they literally do it for the love of the game, bro. Like I respect that, I guess. Damn, yeah. <laughs> like they're missing out on. I still I, haven't signed up for he, that shit. Yeah, and you you know Ian Miles Chong or not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that. he, I remember him posting the him getting like ten grand in like yeah, a week. Yeah, so people like him actually make the most off these payouts or whatever. Why? Because so first off, they spam tweet. So like they're just accumulating. Like me, yeah. Like I'll tweet every hour or couple hours. So like I'm actually not. I don't tweet as much as people think I tweet. Like some people try to make each one count. Yeah, like yeah. I remember back then, I used to tweet every hour on the dot. Like as soon as like I'll know when I was going to tweet. Nowadays, I'm just on a whim. Like I'll just you know what I'm saying. Mm. It was different back then. But for him, he spams a lot, and he just has engagement baiting tweets. Like he makes people mad yeah. and all this. And another, th- the main thing, like this is what people have to understand. Anyone watching this, cursing actually fucks it up. That I, I think I would get paid more if I just didn't curse. Yeah. I'm pretty sure every tweet that I say nigga in, I just get zero dollars off that tweet. Mm. Like I can't. Like confirm it or nothing, but I'm pretty sure. Like, so at Ian Miles Chung, he's fucking spamming it. Like, this is how you make money off payouts. Like, listen, spam tweeting, engagement baiting. You have to actually interact with people. Y'all people be forgetting that like, you have to interact, and you can't curse if you want to make maximum money. Mm. Like, 
that's how you make the payouts. I'm pretty sure that's what really makes my payouts trash. I curse a lot. Yeah. And I just don't care. Because like, brands, like advertisers, really don't want to be next to edgy content. Like mm-hmm. anything about abortion or, or, you know, birth control, shit like that. Like they go so hard. And now they have algorithmic AI yeah. bots that basically like can detect if a website has shit about abortion on it. Yep. And then it just won't run any ads on that shit. So that content, to be a publisher, to run a website that does content about like abortion and mm-hmm. war and shit. Is just like a terrible business to be in yep. because you're not gonna be able to make any fucking money off it. And people also they don't realize like they think you get paid off the views. Like no, you're getting paid off people scrolling the ads in your replies. You're not yeah. getting paid off how many views you get. You could get 10 million views, but if no one's checking the replies or if you have comments turned off, bro, you're not getting no money because mm-hmm. it's all about people scrolling through your replies. That's how you make bread off. The payouts Which is so weird that he chose like this one part of the site to monetize. Yeah. It's just the responses. He knows yeah. what he's doing, bro. Otherwise, bro, I promise you, I would be sitting in fucking Dubai on a camel right now <laughs> if he did what he was supposed to do with that payout shit. Like, yeah. shit's ass. That's but real. like, people was asking me literally today. They're asking me, "Is it worth it? Is it worth it?" I'm, just, I'm tr- like, I, I want to. I'm just, I just be honest with him. Like, yeah. you're gonna have to do it for the love of the game. Like, until you're, you have a couple hundred thousand followers and you're making money off people like sponsoring you you're not making no money off the payouts like don't mm. go to twitter and think you're gonna blow up and make bank off the payouts unless you're ian miles chung mm. like i don't know like that guy you just <laughs> i don't know bro i mean it is crazy because if you want to get responses you just kind of have to like create conversations and it doesn't matter if, like if you really agree with what you're saying mm-hmm. like even the other day i saw my chick she was going to a fucking party and she was wearing this dress that was like super oh. fucking slutty looking i'm like watch this i fucking film her walking to, towards the door in it and i just post i wrote is this an appropriate outfit for my girl to wear mm-hmm. out without me 80,000 likes because I asked Holy a question shit. that I already know what the fuck well, the average person's yeah, answer is yeah, going to yeah. be. And I know that everybody's going to take it as a chance to dunk on me and be like, sure, you already fucked another dude <laughs> on camera. So obviously it shouldn't matter, you know? So it's like, I'm setting myself up for it, but it works. And I got yeah. like, you know, 10,000 followers or some shit that day. Yeah. That's just crazy, man. Like, I don't know. And it's also funny too, because all these verified people like me personally, I ain't gonna lie, like it's like <laughs> I always had Twitter blue, like before it's called Twitter Premium. Me too, yeah. I always had blue. Like people think I bought it for the check, nah, bro. I just always had it. Like I was actually verified before that shit was even a thing. But mm. so I bought Twitter blue, and I just always had it. And then when uh, the check shit came out, I was like, damn. Like now people gonna think I bought it because of the check. But all the people that buy it and they're on replies. Like they have, they're trying to make money off the payouts. Yeah, who yeah, knows yeah. what living conditions people are in, right? You exactly. gotta do what you gotta do. So like, if you make money, like you don't even like. Eventually, you get to the point with your Twitter account, people know your shit's gonna go viral. So you could say anything; mm. it's gonna spawn with hundreds of comments. And it's like, damn, like there's always gonna be replies. Like you don't even, you just gotta work for it. Like it just eventually comes. But so they make money off their own responses in the responses to your shit as well, or they're just trying to get followers. It's both. Like, I'm pretty sure you can make money. I, I, I think at first you can make money off your own replies, but after, like, they made some update and you don't call me on it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I haven't checked in a while because I don't care about the payouts, so I haven't done much research. But uh, at first, I know for a fact you could get rep- you could get paid off your own replies mm-hmm. to another person. But now, I don't know. But so what's it like for you being young as fuck, getting hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers and shit like that, and then meanwhile, like, n- most of the people who look at the account don't even know what you look like right like do you ever have to do a face reveal or were you always kind of putting it out there so with instagram when i hit that 10k milestone i did my little face reveal like i didn't have a other personal 
Instagram account that they knew of. And when I started Twitter for a little bit, no one knew what I like, literally nobody, right? Mm. Like there was some people that knew it, but I never hit it. I just never posted. Like I had no reason, but I had no drip, no <laughs> bands yet. Like I'm not going to, like I could post a selfie or whatever, but it's like, you know, I'm not going to do all that right now. So eventually as time went on, bro, like people started recognizing me. Like even now, like I'm like, obviously right now I'm the biggest I've ever been to date, but it's like kind of weird. Like right now, like bro, you could literally, there'll be some people like, you know who this is? And they'll show the account. They're like, oh wait, that's you. So they didn't know what I looked like, yeah. but they knew the account. And also it's like, in terms of Twitter, I'm one of like, I don't know. I want to say I'm the first or whatever. It's like, I'm one of those people where it's like, all the other people that do the same shit as me, they don't really post themselves. They don't really go out. They're not like really, I don't know what to say, networking or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. They're just doing Twitter. And that's cool. Like you just focus on whatever. But it's like, so I'm kind of like navigating new realms. And bro, I will tell you what helped with more people recognizing my face, bro. Like I started boxing this year, yeah, right? Yeah. And bro, when I lost, that shit went crazy viral. Mm. Like even now, like most of the time when people come up to me nowadays, they're like, oh wait, you're a corn from Twitter. Like you you started boxing, right? Mm. Yeah, I saw that boxing. That's probably how a lot of people saw you for the first time, yeah, right? Yeah, like the boxing shit, like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Luckily, I won that rematch, whatever. But like that first fight, like I would say, definitely just boosted my popularity in terms of people actually see me and they recognize me. Before there would be people that knew me, but they didn't know what I look like. They're like, "Bro, it's so crazy because I follow you. I don't know what you look like." But it's crazy too because I literally be posting fit pics pretty recently. I mm. mean, pretty common. Like nowadays, I ain't gonna lie. Like the past two months, I barely posted, but I was literally cons like for a time consistently posting fit pics. Wait, so and going with, viral for it. With the um, boxing show, what made you want to do that? So what really started is, bro, like in 2021, they had that YouTubers versus TikTok shit. Right. So like I was like, damn, like if I'm ever in that position to be able to box, I'll actually do it. And uh, later that year, this is 2021, later that year, I got into it with Keemstar. And so basically Keemstar doesn't like me. I don't really like Keemstar at that time. Mm -hmm. And then again, this year, it happened again in like January, February. We got into it because I don't remember what he said, some dumb shit or whatever the fuck. He went back and forth. Then he went into spaces. Everyone's adding me like, bro, get in here. Get blah, blah, blah. So I get in there. We have we have our back and forth. I get bored. So I'm like, bro, I'm this kind of boring. So I'm going to dip. Keemstar is like, yo, Kuhn, would you be down a box? I'm like, shit, I'd be down. Like, I always said I'll do it if I, if I had the opportunity. So I jumped on it. I had no idea he meant, like, the show was going to be in, like, three months, though. Like, that mm. was... I still decided to do it because, like, bro, I kind of want to do it. Like, Had just, you ever done any kind of boxing or anything? No, 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 no. Never did no type of boxing. Like, uh, in terms of sports and shit, I was, like, a soccer dude track. Like, that's mm. what I did. I ain't even... I ain't even... Like, it's so crazy. When I started boxing, like, I just gained a newfound respect for those people. Because mm. I was one of those dudes, like, after a fight, I'm just cooking the shit out of the nigga. But now it's, like, different. Like, damn. Like, that shit is hard to even get to that level, bro. Right. Like, holy shit. So you didn't have that much time to train for the first one, but because I noticed, like, a huge change in your skill level. Like, you yeah. went from, like, kind of getting your ass beat on the first one to basically beating the shit out of him in the second one. Yeah, so in the first one, I wasn't at 100% either. That fight would have still been ass just because of the first fight. Would have mm -hmm. still been ass, but it's even more ass because I was, like, I was actually real life sick. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but the second fight, I was able to... 
get like just polish my skills and i was actually at 100 percent. so i was like fine i actually get to like see what i do when i'm ma- like operating at maximum like this mm-hmm. is how I, you know what i'm saying but so who was that guy anyway <laughs> so funny story like the first person i was actually supposed to box was another twitter dude because they were trying to figure like so like because it's hard to gauge how big i am because twitter is weird from tiktok like you can have six million followers on tiktok and nobody will know you but on twitter it's like so at the time i had like 500k followers so it's like people know me but it's like unless it's another twitter dude how are they like how do you like match up with someone like as popular it's so weird because a lot of actual famous people would have like half a million on twitter but Mm -hmm. like you're and then on all the other platforms they'd be kind of big whereas you have just kind of like figured out how to blow up on this one specific platform as a way to gain notoriety exactly but i was gonna fight this dude on twitter uh his name was breezy shout out him he actually chill as fuck but he ain't have no visa so they were trying to figure out wait who should he fight who should he fight they switched out so many people and they landed on this dude this dude is called Unbear. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm actually going, I'm probably going to fight him again as a trilogy. Oh, wow. But not not three times in a row. I'm going to still fight someone else before that. But so, yeah, he's literally, he was like, he had like 300K on TikTok. This was like someone they had to get last minute. I'm, tall, I'm talking about two weeks before the fight. Uh-huh. So he had two weeks to train, bro. And that's another reason why people was cooking the shit out of me. He had two weeks to train. I had like two months. Mm. And uh, it was in the UK, all that shit. But that's really how most people know him from like from that fight. No one really knew him. Like he had three. Like I said, bro, you can have followers on TikTok and nobody will know who you are. Like that app is not real. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it is he's really weird. like nobody really knows him. Like, but okay, you lose. Like you you finish the final round of the first fight. What's going through your head? Did you feel like you lost or was it kind of all lost in the fog? So the first fight, that first round, I personally like that was the round that I feel like I actually did good. After that, that's when it's like. Uh, so like the first round and after you're the super month, out of breath too right? yeah so yeah. after the first round i basically i said i'm like damn like that's all my energy gone because like i had like bro i'm telling you so the only shit i ate that day was uh two bites of a watermelon and one bite of a sandwich because i bro i woke up late like mm-hmm. i was woken up late and oh that was just i don't, I don't really like like <laughs> this is like ptsd type shit but <laughs> so i woke up uh that you were supposed to be at the arena at two i woke up at two I wake up, I still have my little cough or whatever, but I honestly didn't care because in my mind, I'm like, bro, this nigga has two weeks of training, bro. Like, mm-hmm. even if I'm sick, I don't care. I'm going in and I'm going to beat the shit out of him. But And you can't really, let everybody down. By exactly. Yeah. But really what cooked me was that food situation. And I'm not blaming nobody but myself for that. Obviously, I should have just ate. But so by the first round, I have no energy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, at the end of the first round, I'm like, I want that, but can I really keep this up for the next two rounds? The end of the second round, um... I honestly felt like like this is I'm just giving my real thoughts. I was like, one more round and I might actually win. Like that's what I was thinking. Uh, obviously, when I w- watch back now, because I'm way better now than I was that first fight. Obviously, I'm like, nigga, that's just dog shit. Like just ass. And then after, uh, actually, the end of the second round, when I stood up for the third round to start, everything was losing. I'm like, this is it. I have mm-hmm. zero. Like I'm, you have zero. I had negative energy, bro. And I was just, everyone says, bro, slow motion punches. Like it really felt like that. Mm. That day is not real, bro. Right, because okay, it's not real. I've noticed this multiple times. Like when Nate Robinson lost to Jake Paul on Twitter. Black Twitter is huge. <laughs> if you are a black person and you get beat by a white person in a boxing match, they will have a fucking field yes. day with you. Yes. <laughs> How cr- was that? So, bro, my phone was blowing up because I didn't really get to my phone till like an hour after the fight. Mm. So my phone is blowing the fuck up. I was like, yep, 
do not disturb. I did not check none of my notifications. Anybody who texted me saying any negative shit or whatever, like completely ignored. But I looked on the timeline. It was I looked at my notifications and I would only I dead ass before I tweeted because I had, I didn't tweet for hours before I tweeted. I only checked the app like two times for a couple minutes because I really didn't. Like, it was just crazy. I personally, it was funny to me in a sense, but I was also just disappointed in myself. Mm. So it's like I just I'm the type of dude like hate doesn't get to me because like I'm just not going to read the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit don't exist if I close my phone. So they really started cooking me once I like when I finally tweeted. Because my plan was I was going to win the fight and then tweet the next day. Like, I was just not going to say shit. Mm. But because I had lost, I was like, damn, should I, should I just tweet while I have it here? So my first tweet, I don't know if you've seen that picture of Gru standing over the minions. I, was, I just tweeted that because the context is I have some bad news. Mm. So everyone who be using Twitter knew the context. And then the second tweet, I was just like, I forgot what I fucking said. Oh, yeah, I was just like. Uh, did Einstein really kill himself or whatever? Just like trying to be funny, like <laughs> trying to change the topic or whatever. But it was like, at that time, bro, I was like, damn, like, is it over? Mm. I don't know. Well, you're like, people won't ever laugh at my Twitter again because I got beat up. Because I think nah, nah, nah. if anything, you realize like, oh, this shit doesn't matter that much. Like you didn't get famous for being tough in the first place, right? Yeah. So like, honestly, I mean, I still don't like, I wish I would have won the first fight, but like it taught me a lot. Mm. But so for that first day i only tweeted those two things and then the next day i just didn't tweet all day because like i was still sick like it actually got worse after the fight like i was on that plane dying bro mm -hmm. but when i got home i was just chilling i was just you know what i'm saying just talking to people that i fuck with wasn't on twitter wasn't using it and then the next day i'm like all right let's test the waters i tweet something funny obviously all the replies are people cooking me but i'm still going viral so i was like Y'all niggas is frauds, bro. Niggas was cooking the shit out of me. I thought niggas hated me. Like, dead ass <laughs> hated me, bro. The way they was talking. But I'm still going viral on every tweet. So I was like, this shit only going to last two weeks. They're only going to keep posting those clips and shit for like a couple weeks. And I already barely read replies. So after that, I just literally stopped reading replies. Mm. I only get notifications if I follow you or if you're just really big or some shit. So I only clicked on those. I'll do my reply and then that's it. Like, the shit's not going to get to me if I don't look at it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? With Twitter and really every social network, it's very easy to follow fall into the thinking of like oh this is real life and i need to read every fucking response and all that shit and like sometimes it's just really important to just take a step back not look at the mm -hmm. shit for a while miss a couple days of responses on twitter and like you know i've been horrible at this throughout my life <laughs> but to even just be able to say like all right i'm gonna put my phone in the other room and i'm gonna just hang out with my kid for a few hours and just not even think about whatever fucking hell storm i'm going through on twitter <laughs> it could just be like you know yeah, exactly like what people you need. have real problems with that bro like exactly, they feel like they yeah. have they have to i don't know what it is because i've just always been that person i couldn't detach from anything so it's honestly easy for me mm. but people will read every comment every reply every name like every hate I'm like bro i was telling this girl like you can't be doing that like you're going out of your way to make yourself pissed off or sad or depressed mm -hmm. like you're going out of your way to do that if you just didn't check you're straight if you are like showing too much emotion on twitter people will just feel that and just sink yeah. their teeth in you need to be able to take time away from it or just show them that you don't give a fuck by just not tweeting too much for a while and that shit will just like kind of lessen the tension that's usually that ass like the golden key like people don't realize that so if you're gonna be sad or mad about it just don't do it on the internet like release your tension in real life no one can fucking see you do whatever the fuck you gotta do right but on twitter or instagram don't get like mad or whatever don't reply to any of the hate tweets so for me i just didn't look at it so i never had the temptation to cook somebody or like just fry this shit because even if i did fry them 
I'm just going to get cooked. They're, they're just going to be in our applies, clowning me. So for me, what I did, I literally ignored it. I never showed any response. I never said anything. And eventually they just stopped. Like, damn, this shit boring. This nigga has no reaction. Fuck you. Mm. You're just going to stop. Like, simple as that. Right. It was funny, too. because people just forget shit really mm -hmm. quick. You know, like, I've had friends where I had to, like, advise them on that. Like, trust me, nobody is going to be talking about this in three or four days. You exactly. got to just ride it out. You exactly. Know? And it's like... It's especially true because that second fight when I won, obviously, so the first fight you had KSI and all that other shit, so it's naturally going to be bigger because, like, mm -hmm. that's what people mainly watch the Misfits and all that other shit uh, for is just, like, the big dogs, like KSI, Logan Paul, whatever. Right. The second fight um wasn't, like, a KSI event, so it was, like, a normal Misfits event. So automatically, less people have heard of it. Mm -hmm. But after I won... The people that were watching, there wasn't that many tweets. Like, there wasn't and no haters, obviously, because I won. Mm. But it was just like, it was overwhelmingly crazy how less, like, reactions it got. When I lost that fight, every streamer was reacting to it. Kaisen that was reacting to it. There was articles being written, all this other shit. But when I won, it was just crickets, bro. That's why I got that shit pinned. Like, I, I just have that shit pinned. So every time a nigga click on my page, it just reminds them. And it's crazy because no one really saw that shit because, like, it's crazy how much negativity helps you grow. Mm. Like, there's so many people that, like, if they if they meet me, they're like, yo, what's up? I saw your boxing match, blah, blah, blah. They actually, I'll be like, bro, you know, I got my get back, right? They're like, wait, you did? They actually haven't heard of the second fight. They only mm. know about that first one. So it's like that first one actually blew me up. And the second one was cool. Like, if anyone wanted to watch the continuation of it, I guess. Did you actually get a shitload of followers from losing the fight? Just because so, so many people were talking about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So when I lost the fight for a little bit, I was gaining. And then after that... I was naturally just tweeting less, so, like, it kind of slowed down. But, like, when I first lost that fight, I was getting, like, thousands and thousands and thousands. But I also feel like if I had won the fight, I probably would have, like, hit a million followers quicker and shit like that. But who knows? Like, that's just a theory. So are you really trying to take the boxing thing to the furthest extent that you can? Like, are you trying? could you see yourself So I always really said, this is what I it? said from the beginning, like, I'm going to do the boxing shit because I'm some discipline shit. Like, that shit really disciplines you. I'm going to do the mm. boxing shit. And then uh, I'm a fight under that KSI versus Logan Paul. I mean, not Logan Paul, Jake Paul shit. When they finally fight, if they ever fight, because that's the main thing that people are waiting for. That's like the fucking season, like ending, like season finale of this whole influencer boxing shit. Right. If it ever happens, I'm a fight under that. And then I'm going to retire. That's what I always said. Like, I'm going to retire after that. Oh, so you just want to have a little run? You're not trying to, like, do yeah, this bro, for years? So I'm trying to do everything. I've always said I'm trying to do everything, bro. I started boxing this year, bro. I, I, I walked New York Fashion Week. That shit was insane. I, I walked Who that invited shit you to do that? So, uh, like, uh, my boy Dremo, uh, he worked with this company called Creators, Inc., and oh, they yeah, just yeah. do a lot of events. You know, like yeah. you, you probably know they them. So, yeah. fans management and shit. Exactly. Too, yeah. So... Uh, shout out Creator Zinc, shout out Andy, uh, but like literally just, I just flew out there and they're like, yeah, you can win. I mean, you can do the walk, fuck it. Like just went in there, like it was just crazy. So I'm trying to do everything, bro. I'm trying to act. I'm gonna, I just started streaming again cause I used to stream, but like now I moved out. It's different now, mm -hmm. but I used to stream. So I'm trying to stream again. I'm trying to just do everything. Like, I'm the IRL streaming or what, what kind of streaming? Uh, so right now, like, it's just, because before I was still at my mom's house, like, yo, like, my mom, I would be streaming, my mom would turn off the internet, bro. <laughs> like, this is like 2020. Uh, my mom would turn off the internet and that shit would piss me off, so I bought my own internet. I bought my own router, so she stopped turning it off, but 
it just wasn't hidden to me. Like I was like, damn, like this Twitter shit is just way more fun to me. So I stopped. But now I'm in a new house, new crib, new room. It's just a different feeling. So it's still kind of IRL. It's like half IRL. Like I couldn't get people on there. Like we couldn't like literally collab and do shit. That's like what I'm planning. But January, because yo, I'd be out a lot. Like I'll be in Miami, I'll be in LA, I'll be doing shit. I'm like, imagine if there was just a camera and this shit was live. Like I feel like so many people have missed out on crazy moments because my dumbass don't really be doing video content. Mm. All my shit has always been mainly Twitter or like Instagram shit, but it wouldn't be of me. So all the shit I'd be doing, like there's probably so much crazy shit that could have went viral that people never know even exists. You know what I'm saying? So it's I'm, wild because like creators inked at a party on Halloween. That's where I met Neon. And I'm at the, I was thinking it was going to be this little chill party. So I'm not even thinking about security or anything like that. And then I see Neon, I say what up to him. All of a sudden I look at Twitter and I realize that the clips of me talking to Neon are already fucking getting hella retweets and shit. And I'm realizing like, oh, anyone could easily figure out I'm here. And it's just such a weird feeling mm -hmm. to feel like you're out in public just doing some normal human being shit. Mm -hmm. And then realizing like, oh no, I'm totally like under the fucking microscope yeah. right now because anything that happens to me is going to get blasted out to like a hundred thousand people right now yeah literally like and it's crazy because you saw uh speed like bro speed got swatted recently yeah. i mean it was kind of like you can't be showing the outside of your house last or, night neon got fucking his manager got the shit beat out of him yeah, and i, heard, I yeah. know a lot of people think that shit's fake but he facetimed me and talked to me about it for like 10 minutes and he had a fucking boot mark on his forehead Damn. and shit like he really had dudes run down on him and i'm i'm not i don't think it was a beef thing and but they also didn't steal anything huh. so i mean people are trying to make it i don't it, know what's I, going I on with that because like uh, Neon has like fake getting jumped or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. But like when I, I don't know what like which ones are real or whatever the fuck. But it's like when it finally happens, like the boy who cried wolf. Exactly. Nobody believes you now. Those three black kids who tied him to the tree. That shit was fake. Yeah, but sure. then now he's having some shit that seems like it's actually real. And everybody like he he just at a certain point he shouldn't keep joking around with that shit. That's the thing with Neon. Like just his whole fame is like yeah you got it but you had to fake your death twice and all this other <laughs> shit it's like you reap what you sow so it's like now when all this shit is happening it's like nobody believes you mm. it's kind of crazy but he couldn't use that to his advantage there's so many people rooting for neon to fail that like <laughs> if anything does happen to him everybody's yeah. just yeah because well, nobody realizes how big he is like yeah he might like whatever followers or viewers but it's like in terms of how many people know him mm. they'll like anyone who saw him before like his peak like he's at his peak right now anyone yeah. who saw him before probably hated his guts so now they see him and they just like hate like they just want him to fail the thing is is that everything is fake for him because yesterday he was hanging out with Crip Mac at the zoo and shit and he's hanging out with him and Crip Mac's throwing a hot dog at him and shit and I don't mm. know if they planned out the hot dog throwing but then he's talking to the camera just saying hey fuck you Crip Mac you're a piece of shit bitch pussy yada 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 and you said that yeah, and it's like, I'm talking to his manager, and it's like, Neon's just saying that shit for content, but at the same time, it's like, it's mm -hmm. only a matter of time so you run into somebody who really is going to take you exactly. serious and do something to you, and he, you know, he rolls around with security and shit, but last night they got ran up on, and it mm -hmm. didn't seem like the security mattered, so I don't know, like, yeah. he's just playing with fire, and everybody who IRL streams, it ends up going badly in the long run, and I'm not saying that's going to happen to him, but it would not surprise me. Yeah, I mean, it just depends, because... It's kind of crazy. Anyone who gets to that level, there's some sort of shameless shit that they had to do to get there. It's mm -hmm. kind of weird. So it's like once that's what people are seeing you for and once you realize that's how you are getting views, you keep doing it and eventually like, you just bite off more than you can chew. Mm. Like That's just how it goes. Yeah, it's almost like 
letting some guy fuck your wife for clout, <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro, can we talk about that, bro? So I think wait, that's okay. how we first started talking is because you were quote no, you quote tweeted the wedding video. Yeah. And it got like <laughs> I, I I can't remember the exact bro. numbers. I think the wedding video might have had like a million views or two million views on Twitter. And by the time your quote tweet was done, it had like eighty million views. Bro, so okay, so talking to me, bro. So you're telling me you guys have been together for what, like six, seven years? Seven or eight years, yeah. So like she just never fucked a dude until you got married? Facts. Actually, wow. honestly, the fact that it happened so close to the wedding was like not something that we talked about or that we cared about at all mm -hmm. because it's like nothing really changed with us when we got married. Type shit, we type already shit. had been living together. We already had a kid. So we were already like basically married. Then we yeah. just had this fucking ceremony. And yeah, her doing the scene didn't really have anything to do with it. I mean, so would you say it's like... Like, that was for the better? Like, everything that's happened since, like, just for the better? I'm happy with how it turned out, for sure. And let me let me just tell you this. So, like, internet shit aside, I always say, like, bro, this dude's smart for that. Like, <laughs> I personally, I don't, like, agree with it, but it's like, do what you got to do. It definitely made me a million times better at, like, internet marketing and, like, understanding going viral in mm -hmm. general. But I'll tell you this, is that, so when she did the scene with the other dude, I was a little bit torn, where on one sense, it's just business. But on the other hand, mm -hmm. it's like... Well, you were sucking another dude's dick in a hotel room <laughs> with a cameraman. You know, it doesn't necessarily make you feel the best as a guy. But, like, I fucked her with the dude who won the reality show the mm -hmm. other day. And I was having a blast. You know, as soon as we get going, I'm fucking jamming her head down on his dick and Bro. shit, just having a great time with it. So, I mean, now I'm kind of feeling different about it where I'm like, maybe I actually am comfortable with this where it's like, Bro, you have it, to took, it took some mental gymnastics to make myself comfortable with it. But now having actually done it, I just didn't really feel jealous like I thought I was going to feel when I was doing it. Well, you have got to donate your brain of science. For that, bro. <laughs> you have to because holy shit. You know what it is to me, too, is it's like it was just an issue of me doing what I felt like doing slash what was best for business versus my desire to not get made fun of on the Internet. Yeah. And it's kind of like for a lot of people like Neon, like he's baiting negative attention mm -hmm. all the time. Now, granted, it's just negative attention because he's kind of a pussy or he you know, mm -hmm. looks like a bitch or whatever the way he acts on camera and stuff. But it's kind of like the same thing with me. It's like, all right, you can call me a cuck. If it's going to work <laughs> marketing-wise and it's going to make us all this money and shit, all right, I'll, so basically, I'll, like, I'll you deal the, with it. You're the sacrificial lamb of it. I'm sacrificing myself for myself. Type <laughs> shit. So it's kind of, uh, <laughs> it is kind of weird. Like you, because you, realistically, like I've never had a business like this, but the plug talk thing, the porn thing, it's kind of like we have to, create controversy in order to get eyeballs on it there's yeah. the, it's it's very rare that you're just going to do something that people are going to be 100 percent positive about yeah. that will also be viral yeah like it's crazy like negativity is just king i don't know mm. like i always said like you have to have fans and haters like the haters actually help you like anybody who's aspiring to be anything that involves having eyes on you mm. Like, you have, like, you actually have to embrace the haters. Like, that shit really helps you. And honestly, I remember for a while, bro, because when I first started, like, let's say, like, Twitter, when I first started, bro, every reply is really just dick writers. Like, every nigga, like, it, it was a thing at the time. Like, when a, nigga, when a nigga tweets, like, it's just all positive. Like, off the doom, blah, blah, blah. Like, you thought, you know what I'm saying? You just did this shit. Like, a couple years ago, if you had one person who, who commented the same exact response on your tweets, you would think that that person was insane. And you would be <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? That is so normal now that you would never even mm -hmm. notice or think about it twice. That Because yeah. people are just chasing clout. And also, it's helping you yeah. to have people responding, even if it's annoying. Exactly. 
Like I remember when I was first blowing up, uh, people realized like if I turn on his notifications and I uh, reply as soon as he tweets, uh, that shit has a like way more chance of going viral or whatever the fuck when his mm-hmm. tweet goes viral. So I had a bunch of people that would have my notifications on. You have the normal people that are just reply guys or just fans. Then you had the haters and they would reply with some crazy shit but bro, bro, i remember this one time bro so this is before i really was showing my face my face was out there but it's like you have to go out of your way to look for it this dude literally uh went through my tag on instagram so i had an instagram it's public if you see it you see it but i didn't realize like my tags and shit was public and i had just graduated high school my mom posted like a picture of me mm. and mind you i graduated in 2020 so like i was a covid fucking grad baby so my shit was like online or whatever but she took a picture this dude screenshots it Puts in a reply. He's like, this you? And like, bro, before anybody told me that he said that, they're all quoting it. Like, it's like they're trying to show concern. Like, yo, you're weird for this. But in a way, it's like, you don't actually, yeah. yeah, Like, you're just trying to get likes, bro. Because why nobody, like, I had to, imagine you're just scrolling. You're you're technically faceless, but you're not faceless. You're scrolling and you just see your face on a timeline. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. I DM this thing. I'm like, bro, are you good, bro? Delete this. And it turned out he wasn't even trying to be no hater. When he said this you, because you know what this you is, right? Like, this you. When someone says that, they're trying to uh, cook you. This nigga was like probably some kid, and he was like, oh, I was genuinely wondering, like, is this you? Because people didn't know what I fucking looked like. I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, it's me, bro. But just delete it. He was like, okay, cool. Like, but it's just, I don't know, bro. So, are you concerned with that, like hiding certain parts of your private life and shit? Because once yeah, like, the want... more famous you get, the more you start to value. Oh, I'm gonna like have people not know about this part of my life. Exactly. Yeah. Like for me, it's like you can say do whatever you want with me. Just leave my family alone. Mm-hmm. Like the, my main issue with that one was. Like the nigga could have scrolled like well, my mom's Instagram was public, told her I to private it. But <laughs> it's like I don't want nobody to just be able to look through my mom's Instagram because she's just a normal woman. Like yeah. you, know you don't need weird people going on there. But yeah, so I just have certain shit that I. But honestly, I've been like, damn, like I be hiding shit that I wouldn't mind people knowing. Like I feel like certain aspects of my life, if I just had recorded it, like, it would just go viral. Like, there's so many people that just want to see more of me. It's kind of weird. And I'm just like, I ain't Playboy Cardi, bro. I'm not really no mysterious-ass <laughs> nigga. So it's like, bro, I'm a, I'm gonna, like, next year is really when I switch the content from what I'm doing now to, like, actually me, like, videos and shit. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see how that goes. It is weird, though, that, like, we think of Cardi as being this insanely mysterious person because he just chooses to not post and we know a lot of people who are like that who Mm -hmm. like don't really post on instagram they don't really tweet or whatever they just live their life and they're not concerned with documenting it but for a celebrity to do that it makes us super fucking fascinated and curious about them and and the fans like any real fans have this lust for like uncovering details mm-hmm. about you even bro, for somebody hot. like you you know yeah, like bro they be hacking his iCloud and all this oh, yeah. other shit that's the problem with that though like it was probably happen even if he was recording a lot but it's, I mean even if he was posting a lot and actually dropping music but it's just crazy like the price of fame I guess I mean because I've seen both sides of it with the kid thing where we posted the kid for the first two years of her life two and a half years and then when all that shit was going viral I just decided like you know what fuck it we're not doing this anymore we're just gonna completely not share Share my kid with the world and a lot of my followers were disappointed about it but for me it just makes like if you really want something to be special to you mm-hmm. don't make content about it don't share it with the world just keep it to yourself because at a certain point she'll be grown up enough that she'll just be like a person in my fucking vlogs or, or like you'll just see her and she'll just be a human being but you know for now I, yeah. it's like the nicest thing that you could do is to just keep keep them off that of part of your life separate from the yeah. world you know 
Yeah, because, like, I mean, they're a kid, but I already know, like, what type of shit they were saying. They would be like, oh, yeah. oh they're going to cook her in school, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. But, and, yeah. And much worse, yeah. I don't know. Like, that kind of makes me wonder about the family channels. Like, mm. like the last family vlog or whatever I saw is, like, it's kind of cool because they'll be recording the kids. Like, they were playing, like, flag football or some shit. It's kind of cool, but it's also, like, is anything real in that dynamic a lot of it is fake as fuck because those people just have the incentives to fake everything. So yeah. I've seen family channel downfall videos where it's like, holy shit, they're pretending that they're getting divorced every couple of months and they're, you know, just like... That's what I'm running do for real. Like, why are you pretending to get divorced? Well, and really fucked up shit too. Like the uh, the Daddy of Five channel was f famous because of the fact that they basically had the kids kind of like hitting each other and shit to get these weird little viral moments of like one of the kids picking on the other kids and it's like holy shit you have strayed so far from what being a parent is supposed to be now luckily they were suspended by YouTube and stuff and mm -hmm. I feel like they've tried to make comebacks and people just cook them to death because they're such pieces of shit during that whole thing I mean yeah there's like multiple lenses to look at it because you remember that angry grandpa dude yeah it's like shit like that like it'll start off as real and then when you realize like holy shit we get so much views all this shit eventually because I, I i don't remember when i stopped watching it like i know he's dead now and shit but mm. i remember when i was watching it as a kid i don't know what like at what certain point the shit became fake because obviously not every video can be real mm. like when you're posting that often and it's one niche or whatever so it's like some shit will literally work because like that's the real life and then eventually like you just kind of it's but, just kind of over. Okay, like. like the Twitter version of that is saying something that you don't necessarily agree with yeah. or that you know is fucked up or mean or shitty just because you know it's going to perform well on there. Because on Twitter, cruelty is extremely viral. Yeah. You just tell someone they're a I piece of shit, you are up. That's going to go viral as fuck, you know? Mm -hmm. I already know about all that. Like, I honestly would say in terms of like Twitter, I always know, like, bro, people will come to me and be like, bro, should I tweet this? Uh, and I'll just be like, because I know... Like any, like if you show me any tweet, I know the reaction to it, or at least I know their reaction based on what part of Twitter would hit. Like certain shit could hit this side of Twitter, but this side of Twitter gonna just destroy you if that ever mm. hit they shit. But like for me, there's so many. I would probably say there's so many tweets I've been like, bro, there's no chance I'm tweeting this. It's just sitting in my drafts. Like if I tweeted it, I know it would go viral. But do I really want? Like I don't even read the replies, but it's like you never know what's really going on down there. But I don't know. Because, like, the the most extreme version I can think of is, like, that Pearl girl who goes viral on Twitter all the time. Pearl. Because she, you know, the white girl who always is talking about how uh -oh. women shouldn't be able to vote and yeah, shit. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, she <laughs> just says, like, the most fucked up shit you could possibly think. all those think. Andrew Tate little fangirls yeah. or whatever the fuck, like, I don't know. Like, how, like, I don't, like, do they really believe that? Like, a part of me is, like, you got to somewhat believe that to say this shit. But at a certain point, you're just, like overdoing it because you know this shit's gonna get interactions. I think she's somebody who just literally saw the fact that the more misogynistic the shit you say, the more fucked up the shit you say is, then the, the, the more viral it'll go. So that has led her in the direction of saying women shouldn't be able to vote and women shouldn't be able well, to be so taught to read too because or whatever. It's like it's so funny because it's like, and now you see all that her channels a, are demonetized. So she fucked, she fucked around and found out. That's dumb as fuck. Like it's I'm like, not celebrating that, but damn, that's got to hurt. Because it's like, anyone that sees that, the first thing you're going to think is like, you're trying to impress men, and but it's also like, as men, like any normal, I don't, I don't respect that. Like, why are you saying that? Mm. Like, I don't know. Like, if I was a nigga that said women shouldn't vote, I don't agree with that. But if I was a nigga that said and I saw that, I think I would be like, 
I don't, I don't like. I don't respect you for that. Like what? And she's just I'm stealing. Saying that like, you don't want to vote. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't be able to vote. And now you're agreeing with me. She's Hell just no. stealing the Andrew Tate yeah. sauce, making it like actually kind of more offensive or more blunt or less eloquent. Same thing that like you know the Kevin Samuels wave that ended oh, yeah. abruptly when he died and shit. It's like that just seeing crazy. a white girl just decide that she was gonna basically just co-opt all this shit <laughs> is just like crazy as fuck. And Amen. and then the fact that she just took it to such an extreme that she got her whole channel demonetized after just building a team, having all these people she's supposed to be paying and shit. It's mm. just like, that's why, you know, you should not take it to the, the furthest extreme on the internet. If you, the more extreme you go, the more likely you are to get a fucking rude awakening. Yeah. Like I always say, like, that's really what's selling your soul is like, if you're doing that shit and you, especially if you don't agree, like if she really agrees with that, it's different. If she really believes every word she's saying, but obviously like she not, but if she really believe what she was saying would be different, but that's really what's selling your soul. Well, is, I kind of like, feel like she doesn't believe anything. I feel like she just doesn't. Just even, a blank slate. Yeah, like, exactly. Fucking it's, AI. Yeah. She's just, whatever's going to go viral. That's her. Yeah. That's her opinion. Um, what was it like when Kai was cooking you and shit? Did, did you take it personal? You talking about the boxing? Yeah. No, I actually thought it was funny because, bro, he paused at that r- direct moment. And I remember what I was thinking at that moment. Like, I'm the type of nigga, when you hit me a lot, I'm going to get mad. Like, the more damage I take, the madder I get. So, like, uh, after that little combo, whatever, that he had hit on me, bro, you like, if you saw the video, bro, I lost all my boxing composure. My hands wasn't up. My hands was flailing out. I just started running at the dude. I wasn't doing the boxing shit or nothing. No, I just fucking started swinging at the dude. He paused it, and he was like, oh, this nigga ugly as fuck. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> bro, that shit's funny to me. Because by the time I saw it, I was already over it. Like, I get over shit quick. Like, I already knew, okay, rematch confirmed. I'm going to win that. Like so, I, I was already over. It. So that shit's just funny to me, cause I'm the type of nigga to say that shit. I'm the type of person, like I'm not a hypocrite. I'm like, if I'm the type of nigga to say that, you can say it to me, and I wouldn't care personally. But it's just funny. I don't know. It's crazy because there's this concept of like the villain of the day on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, just the person who says you don't want to be the villain. <laughs> you don't want to be the villain of the day. But in that case, it's kind of like everybody's just giving you a hard time fucking with you. It's like you're not the villain. You just got to take the role of the clown for yeah. the day. You got to just let everybody laugh at you. Let it Even get so out day, of the system. Two days or a week, but and compare it to like something real, like you catching a fucking assault charge or like you know yeah. some kind of court case or like you get canceled for some real shit. It's yeah. like losing a fucking celebrity boxing match. That it's not even like you got knocked out. Getting knocked out is embarrassing. Exactly, and bro, and that's another thing. Let me just say this now: every pe- everyone that like tries to make fun of me over it, be like, didn't you get knocked out? No, bitch. I knocked him out in the second fight. Like he actually got knocked out. Mm. So what are you talking about? But anyway, that's only that's only time I'm gonna get mad at that shit. I don't care no more. I, I already won, so I'm chilling now. Right. But I don't know. Like you do not want to be the villain of the day. You don't want to be the clown of the day unless it's actually gonna unless it's some shit that don't matter. I always say this: if you're gonna get canceled or whatever the fuck is going on and everyone's on your head, if it doesn't matter, it's actually a positive. Mm. Like. If you're getting clowned, like for me, like if I'm getting clowned because I lost a boxing match, I'm not a boxer. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's not my whole life. I didn't train for years to get to this point. I just trained for two months. I hopped in there. I got fucking, like I lost, and then that was it. From your perspective, when you're sitting around trying to come up with a viral tweet, what is it actually like? Like, what do you, like, like what, my process? What, are you just reading other people's tweets and then kind of trying to think of your own version of it? Or so what do nowadays, you because, like I said, I have a lot going on in the background. So, like, it's kind of, Bro, like, bro, Twitter, when, like, during COVID, it was just the best. Like, no worries, no job, no fucking nothing, bro. Like, just just on Twitter all fucking day. Like, it was just different. But nowadays, so actually, I'll just go through the process for both of them. So, basically, when I first got on Twitter, well, when I first started using Twitter uh, normally, 
Like me and my boys was literally like we was on a quest to go viral, mm-hmm. and it took fucking months to finally do it. But uh, quotes back then actually did shit. So like I said, quotes do well now, but quotes back then did shit. So to actually get a viral tweet, bro, screenshots and all that other shit. It's really when it comes to screenshots because Wait, screenshots help you go viral. The the algorithm accounts for that. Uh, so screen uh, nowadays. Okay, so back then it was screenshot. Like people want a story. You see the screenshot, you swipe to the next one. Swipe to the next one. It's like, holy shit, that's funny as fuck. Mm. And the caption. Uh, so with those, those are really my forte. That's my specialty. Uh, sadly, because I don't scroll on the internet as much as I used to when I'm doing shit. Like when I'm just chilling at home, I do that shit all the time. So mm. it's different. But like, let's say I'm on the go, right? Uh, if I just see some funny ass screenshots, that's my forte. I get the screenshots and I just cook up a caption. Like it's just so easy. But in terms of word tweets, that just comes to me. Like dead ass. I have so many drafts because bro, with word tweets, so for me, like I'm an account curated to go viral. I have so many tweets you don't see because I'm like, do I really want to go viral? And that's why I like with Elon Musk, I'm kind of like on the fence with him because I I realized like back then, all these tweets that I drafted, if I had tweeted it back then, it probably would have did well. And now that I'm here, I'm like, damn, like these word tweets, these just from scratch tweets, can't tweet it because I know it wouldn't go viral now because you can't like experiment kind of, you know what I mean? Mm. Like experiment. So it's like, Especially, do you feel like that has been exaggerated by the fact that the For You tab is how most people look at Twitter now? So it's like viral tweets get a shitload of attention. And rant, like when I, when I do go to like my following tab and look at it, I see a lot of girls plugging their OnlyFans that doesn't get any fucking engagement. So I never see it on the For You tab. Yeah. I see people saying like, oh, I'm going live on Twitch right now, which like I that never, never bro, goes viral. It does not yeah. hit the algorithm at all, bro. You know, all <laughs> kinds of links. Like I was thinking about it the other day. I've been following the New York Times forever and I don't think I see the New York Times links yeah. in the For You tab because Elon hates them and because they, you know, it's just a link. It's not going to go viral, you know? Yeah, I mean, so... Bro, I'll look on the following. I'll see niggas that I haven't seen for months. Because I re- I really go on the following. Like, I'll go on the following if there's some live event. Like, let's say it's boxing or, like, literally anything going on right now that everyone's watching and tweeting. I'll go on there because I can actually see real time everybody's reaction. Mm. But I'll, I'm mainly on the For You page. And, bro, you really do miss a lot when you're just on the For You page. But for someone like me, because my account has always been curated to go viral. Like, back then, I used to just tweet, 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 because the algorithm was different. So whatever went viral went viral, and the other shit was whatever. But nowadays, I literally, I'm just curated. Like, I just know what will go viral. It's like, yep, this the one. Tweet, and that's it. But back then, it was just different, man. Like, And especially with Elon's Twitter, because, like, bro, tell me if this makes sense. Before Elon... Even if somebody didn't go viral, they would get like little 7K likes just on average. But now those people that were just average shit, they weren't going viral, but they had their little fall like they're following or even if they hit other people's timelines, they would get a couple thousand. Nowadays, it's just like a couple hundred. Like it's like just on average, everything is lower now, yeah. if that makes sense. For so sure. an account like mine is different because since I'm curated to go viral and every time I tweet is just supposed to just be funny and go viral, like the algorithm like just fucks with me. So it always gets pushed unless it's like a promo or whatever the fuck I'll tweet. I don't know. It's just weird. But it is weird, too, because sometimes you'll have something that you genuinely want to say, but there's no viral way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Bro, like, that's why I, I have a second account for that. Like it has like yeah. 20K. So that's where I'll just do that shit. Just fuck around my followers. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I so a good way to explain this though, like with what I'm about to say, is like in terms of Twitter, like, but with everything I've ever done in my life, I feel like I'll get to the top and then like I'll find something new. Like, bro, like it'll, it'll be some dumb shit, like fucking, uh, like, bro, I used to 
play Minecraft, right? Mm-hmm. So like I eventually got staff. I rose to fucking like head admin, owner of the fucking server. And it was like once I got like like got to that level, uh bro, honestly a lot of weird shit happened where I had to stop, but basically I got to that level, then the next shit pops up where I'm gonna start doing that. But basically that happened with Instagram and now it's happening with Twitter. Like everything I do I just like I make sure I do the best and then I get to that level, then I just upgrade to the next one. And I don't necessarily know what that's gonna be. Like who knows? It could be streaming. But basically I've gotten to that point on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? I did what I had to do. I've done a lot of shit that nobody else can say that I've done, especially through fucking Twitter. Like I've done a lot through this little incy mincy bit. So just remember, like whatever I do, I feel like I'll race to the top. And I just feel like whatever it could be streaming. I feel like it's going to be streaming, but it really depends if I can figure out this IRL shit because mm. this is a new territory. Same with the Twitter. So all new territory, but I don't know. Like somebody up there fucks with me. I'm going to just I'm gonna do well. Bro. It's kind of weird because there's this thing that happens where people online will get famous for doing one thing. Like you see this with a lot of like YouTube essayist channels and TikTok shit. especially. They, yeah, they get famous for a dance or they get famous for making videos about other YouTubers falling off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they get more and more comfortable and they start inserting more and more of their personality into the discourse. And a lot of times it's like, you didn't get famous for your personality. You got famous for talking about this and making videos about this. Mm -hmm. And so then those same people sometimes end up getting like a lot of blowback. Like even somebody like dream who was viral for just playing Minecraft and slowly starts putting himself out there more and more showing his face and he's fucking crying on stage and shit. (laughs) And it's like the people maybe don't love you as much as they loved this fucking avatar that they had before when you were just playing this game and nobody knew what you looked like. Yeah. So yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, that transition from Twitter to streaming, who knows what it's going to be. not saying it's going to happen to you. Yeah. I'm just saying I it's mean, kind of like that's yeah, the worry, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, maybe I'm the, dope at like, this one thing. Creeping in the back of your mind or whatever. But for me, I don't like, bro, I've just always never worried about anything. Mm. Like, it's crazy. I've never worried about anything and it works. So that be happening with a lot of TikTokers. Like, they literally make one con, they try and do some other shit. They com- they're completely out of the algorithm. Even if they try and go back to that old shit that was making them viral, they're done for. Mm. The followers aren't engaging. Nobody wants to fucking see that shit. So at the end of the day, could be rude, but you got to be blunt. Like, you just have to be good at what you do. Mm. Just be good. Like, whatever you're going to do, make sure it's fucking good. Like, <laughs> like if it's fucking porn, whatever, <laughs> you just have to be good at making people talk about it to make all the horny niggas see it. So they were gonna do their shit. Like, that's how it works. You have to be good at what you do. Whatever it fucking is, just be good. You know what I'm saying? Be the best at it. Definitely. I mean, the problem comes when you accomplish what you were going for and you kind of realize, like, well, maybe this isn't exactly what I thought it was yeah. gonna be. You ever feel like that? Like, damn, I have all these followers. This is what I thought was gonna be the best thing in the world, but now I got it and maybe it doesn't feel as good yeah, as you. Yeah, because I got because I got suspended so many times. All this like before I used to just be hanging on that thread of I'll get unsuspended and I'll just go on the craziest fucking Lil Wayne run and just this and that. But I never got unsuspended. So I always had to get it out of the mud. And then now that I'm here at a million, it's like for me, it's just one step. So I don't really feel like that. it's just one step of a bigger plan. Like mm. people always say this shit, bro. People will talk about they'll, they'll, some shit will happen, right? I'll do some crazy shit just because I'm a Twitter user. Like, I'll, let's say I'll meet a fucking rapper or whatever the fuck. They'll be like, bro, sold his soul just to be a Twitter account. <laughs> and then I'll literally be like, bro, this is just step two of a five-part plan. I ain't revealing the five-part plan right now, but, like, went from Instagram, now we got Twitter. 
Like, we only on the second part. Like, relax. Like, I haven't done everything yet. Like, every every accomplishment is just one step to where I'm trying to go. You know what I'm feeling? Yeah, like, when you were talking about even, like, doing the face reveal or showing yourself to the world, it's like, I just felt like, for you, like, you look cool. Pause. No homo. <laughs> all that shit. But, like, you know, with the hair and everything, like, obviously, you know how to dress and shit. I just feel like people would like you more based on the aesthetic that you have and would probably want to support you. And I think even with like this interview, I know you've done other interviews before, but I feel like probably a lot more people will see this one. Yeah, And for sure. it just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like the people would want to support you regardless. Just And also because you just seem kind of like low-key, humble, not a dickhead. You know, people yeah, like, like all bro, that. People that only see me on Twitter have this version of me. Like, not like everyone who knows me in real life, I just be chilling. Mm. And... That's a funny thing too Like with the whole Face reveal shit When I first started Face revealing I didn't post that much Like it all started In like 2021 But before that Like it would just be Like a selfie here and there Cause like bro My hair was still growing And all this other shit And like like I said Everything perfect timing right So when I actually Started posting fit pics I had just started Getting money mm. And like I, I had just Like started dyeing my hair Whatever the fuck it was And obviously it worked Cause like as soon as I started posting more and more and more and more and more and more and more people know what I look like, like they was fucking with me even more. But what's the the amount of bitches swimming up in your DMs look bro. like for a famous Twitter page? So listen, right? You have way more bitches the lower followers you have. I swear to God, I had mm. all the hoes when I had 10k followers. Now that I have a million, and like I guess who knows? It's just, maybe it's because I'm a dreadhead. Whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> bitches think so you have a million followers. You're a dreadhead. You know how to dress. Blah blah blah. You have bitches, so they just dismiss me. Like if I like I basically I would have to shoot first. But I don't like to DM bitches on Twitter because this happens so many times. They screenshot yeah, you out. Yeah, like I only like talking to Instagram girls or TikTok girls. Anyone that's not Twitter because everybody knows who I am on Twitter. If you screenshot me. I don't know who the fuck is seeing me right now, and they know who I am. Like, it's just weird. If you're going to be a single dude, you just kind of have to accept that you're going to get screenshotted sometimes. Because I, I would feel like, the same exact way. If I was single right now, I would be DMing every fucking hot girl, and I already know some of them bitches are going to expose me. And it makes you look thirsty yeah. as fuck, even though it's like, nah, I was really going to go buy you a steak dinner, girl. Like, what are you nah, doing you trying gotta, to expose like, me? It's just worse the more, I guess, famous you are. Like, the thing with Twitter is, like, who fucking knows... Like, you can literally post some screenshots and it will just go viral. Mm. That's the problem with Twitter. Like, you could be doing whatever the fuck you're doing on Instagram. Yeah, it could still go viral, but it's just, like, Twitter is just different. Like, let's say I don't do no weird shit, like, because I literally, I just don't even talk that much. I don't talk that much in DMs or nothing. So there's nothing, like, that you could, anyone could ever have on me. But it's like, let's say I was doing some weird shit and they screenshot that. Mm. It's just the percentage of it going viral and the fact that all these people know me, it just boosts it up. So, like, I literally just be... I don't even have to try to be, like, not weird, but it's just, like, I'm just never going to be in some weird-ass situation like that. I'll just never be in any situation where I could get cooked. Like, if they're going to screenshot me, like, saying, we owe a sub or blah, 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 or getting their number, like, you can yeah. go ahead. It's not going to go viral. Like, they're probably going to cook you because why are you screenshotting that? You weird. Right. But, but as soon as the world starts to turn against you and they feel like they want to expose you, that's yeah. when all of a sudden, well, yeah, like, like they even, just, they, even the littlest dunks seem powerful at yeah. a certain point to people. They literally, bro, people have files on you, whoever the fuck are, like, bro, they're waiting for oh, the yeah. perfect time to bring it out. I promise you. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like back to what I was saying, I'm telling you, when I I had all the hoes when I was 10K and right now, I'd be joking, but I literally say I'm washed when it comes to bad bitch. I'm washed. Like, like I'm washed. I feel like that might take you to the next level if you had a young Miami or whatever in your life. 
Oh yeah, for sure. I've I've been thinking about like, should I get a girlfriend? Like, I've actually never been in a real relationship, and I've never been in love. Mm. Like, and then I got to that certain point where I was like, even when I started fucking with a bitch, I realized I wasn't on my a game. Like, when you cuddling with a bitch, you're not making no money. <laughs> you don't make money when you're cuddling. Like, like it just started annoying me. Like, damn, like I really don't want to go. Like, I like it. But I also, I have to find a way to, like, I always say, like, I have to just get disciplined to have a girlfriend because I can't get distracted with what I'm doing till I actually make it. So yeah. I can't have a girlfriend right now, but I be thinking about the business aspect, like, you know what I'm saying? See, like, this is how know. you know you've really lost your mind is that you think about love and like having a girlfriend and your mind goes straight to like, well, will it be viral? And I am sick like you because my mind thinks like this to a certain extent, hey, like, but I mean, yeah. But my thing is, like, if I was to do that, I would obviously let the girl know, like... <laughs> I'm using you. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, it's probably going to be mutual, like... Yeah. But, but people know that, and they're down with it now, too. You could literally hit up a girl and just be like, hey, do you want to, like, get together and do some skits or, like, you know, collaborate or even just fuck around and troll the internet? Like, people hang out all the time and do that shit. Yeah. I actually kind of resent the fact that I didn't really get a chance to do that because I got in a relationship before <laughs> it became normal Holy to do shit. that. Like, I would have burnt myself out so bad dating all kinds of different chicks and having all this weird, messy drama, and I probably would have loved it. Like, look at Blueface. Blueface was only able to reach a certain level yeah. as a rapper, and then all of a sudden he has multiple viral baby mamas, yep. and he's at a completely different level with yeah. TV shows and you all know, that so shit. It's so crazy because like to the average person because I'm not calling them dumb or NPCs or anything like that it's, but it's just like they take it at face value anything mm -hmm. that like Blueface does but then you have like anybody with a like business brain or however you want to say it you're looking at this shit like bro this nigga Blueface so fucking smart it's insane. Right. Or his team smart. I don't know who the fuck the master brain behind it but like bro Krishan you remember that fucking bunk bed little fucking camp or whatever the oh, hell yeah, they had yeah. going on because like, i met her at the very beginning like really? they'd only been doing it for a few days and we went and we did a vlog at the Blueface mansion oh, and i meet her right away and i just say like oh shit you really are missing a tooth and she's just like i will beat the fuck out. like Damn. she threatened me right away you know what's and crazy? i had no idea so <laughs> shout out to Blueface because i had no clue she was going to become huge oh, and now shit. i'm thirsty as fuck to get her on the podcast oh for real yeah. well you know it's weird i actually saw krishan yesterday at the mall she's outside she, she ain't yeah. fucking around. Yeah, and also, like, you know what I'm saying? She has a kid and all that, so. And he gotta be captured the kid last night at 4 bro, in the morning. Bro, boy. You see that? Boy, that's why it's so insane to me. Like, I literally just saw her yesterday, yeah. and now this is happening. Like, what the fuck going on, bro? It's like, hard to comprehend, holy, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, ah. It's crazy, too. It's like I sat here and had a whole conversation with Jaden and Blueface as if they were the greatest couple ever. And they're going to be together forever. And then they came to my birthday party and they performed with shit. And then you fast forward like two weeks and she's chilling with Krishan Rock, kicking it, talking hella shit about him. Like, I'm like, how the fuck did that just happen wait, that so, fast? Wait, so because I didn't even get to like I only got to see a couple bits of it. Wait, so did Jaden and Krishan link up after he took the baby? Yes. The middle of the day today, they're hanging out on Instagram Live, drinking, getting fucked up, Oof. FaceTiming him, talking to him with 100,000 people on Instagram Live, just watching them getting drunk and talking shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because you feel like you know these people, <laughs> and then their whole lives are just changing so much while your life kind of stays the same. It's like, fucking crazy, bro. I don't know, man. Like, 
Blueface better watch out, I guess, because why the fuck your baby mama's teaming up against you, bro? But if I was you, even if I didn't, you know, naturally get into a real relationship, I would for sure be finding some sort of clout relationship to just fuck with the people and <laughs> take weird fucking family already photos started, together you know, and shit. I, like, I already started kind of doing that. Like, I remember, like, when I went to New York, I, I kind of, I didn't do it, but other people kind of did it for me. Mm. So I was, it got me to thinking, like, I could really do this shit. Just give me a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Like, just give me a little bit. That's why it's perfect. Like, I literally just moved. So, everything that people are about to see from here on out is, like, me at just 100%. Because you're kind of you're kind of nerfed when you with your parents, when you with your family. Like, my whole family's at the crib. Mm. Like, but <laughs> now, I'm with my boys. Like, shout out Bliss. Like, this is my shit so right So, this here. is your crew or what? So, Bliss oh, so bliss is a movement, right? You know what I'm saying? You just bliss and bless. Like, you're bliss and blessful. Okay. It is what it is. So I'm with my boy, shout out Rugrats. Uh, so we moved in together and it's really on some business shit. Like we all fuck with each other and we just go so well, but we there to make money. So I have my brand about to drop and they, two of the people there, they already have brands. So they already do that shit. You have one nigga on the side. This nigga is a fucking like computer genius nigga. And you have, we have more people still coming in and shit, but like this is just the start or whatever. But I'm about to drop this, and it's really like it's starting off as a clothing brand, but you gonna see in the next couple of years. Like shout out Dremel, he's all like my right hand man for this shit. And then, so who do you look up to? Like, do you look at somebody who's like made it through streaming, like Kai, or do you look at somebody who's made it through like fashion and shit? Or or how do you kind of like what would your ideal route to blowing up? So be? I look up to Mariah Carey. Really? That's my number one inspiration, bro. Think about it. Yo, every year <laughs> she goes number this, yeah. every year she makes a bag, bro. Yeah. Like she found the infinite money. Like I literally aspire to be that. Like every year without having to pick up a finger. Like, holy shit, bro. I don't even want to talk about it too much because I'm just gonna get into overwhelmed. But Mariah Carey, you are my number one inspiration. I love you. Yeah. No, that like, is the best when you can create something that will just work for a long yeah, time. Like, like, like it's totally one thing fun. to do a stream. I've done a million streams where we talk about the news, we talk about fucking whatever, but the feeling when I do an interview with somebody like Kai or X or whoever, like mm -hmm. that Kai interview is like 6 million views and it, it didn't have that many when I dropped it. It's just like over time, just that interview from super early in his career, yeah. just having people still keep going back to that. I don't know. It's like a special feeling content. Like, yeah, when like you discover someone special early. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just, just, uh, just having, like, the definitive interview of anybody early on is, like, the best fucking feeling. So I'm always kind of trying to go to that. Like, if you end up being as big as Kai someday, this will be just such a fire part of my collection of interviews just because <laughs> it's, like, a really raw moment where maybe you don't even 100% know what you're going to end up being in the future, you know? Same, yeah. It's honestly kind of scary. Like, like I said, I'll never worry about anything, but it's also kind of scary because who fucking knows, like, just like what because you like do you have like an ideal version of yourself like what you want to be or like at least when you're younger like you know do you know what i mean that's the weird thing about it is that you just keep doing little things and then certain things work and, and then, then so you, you keep you pursuing those but then you kind of zoom out and you're like oh mm -hmm. holy shit like my life is this one specific thing and it doesn't really feel like i i didn't know it was going to end up that way i've just been like throwing paint at the wall and just trying to make something work mm -hmm. for all these years you know yeah so it's just like it's scary to me like I'm, it's not scary on nothing bad it's scary to me how like whatever i end up being like i don't even know like i don't have the complete image yet like i don't i can't really see it yet but 
to me, it's, not, it's like scary, but it's exciting. Mm. It's an exciting feeling because who fucking knows what's going to happen. Like, every day I wake up, I'm just excited because, bro, despite the sh- crazy shit about this world going on, like, to me, it's honestly fucked up. Like, it's kind of a game to me. Like, mm. I don't know. It's just like playing this game, it, but it's still real life. But that's what makes it the game to me. Like, it's real life. I kind of constantly have that feeling of like, wow, the world is incredibly fucked up right now. But at least I'm doing a pretty good job of like managing to do my thing in this incredibly bro. fucked up world that hell, I managed to be in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and not even in the porn stuff, but just in general of like just the shit that goes viral. It's like you're just kind of constantly playing the game yeah. and you're just trying to like keep it going. But at a certain point, too, it would be nice to like really zoom out. I mean, that yeah. took a month off. Bro, I've been thinking about doing that, bro, because I have never taken more than, like, a day or two break from my phone. I want to just, like, but even when I didn't go on my phone, it was just more like I wasn't on the internet. Like, I might have still been watching YouTube and just zoned out on that. But Mm -hmm. it's like, I want to just not have a phone, no text, no nothing, just literally me and my thoughts, maybe friends or girlfriend, whatever the fuck. I just want to not have my phone for, like, a week or something, like a week vacation. I want to, because who, like, bro, like I said, I have internet brain, bro. And that's why I say for this next generation, watch out for those niggas. Because if this is how I feel and think and shit, I just don't know what's going beyond going on with them. Like I, I have never been without my phone mm. and like or any device or anything. Like it's kind of crazy to think about. Like, do I really even know who I am? Exactly. I mean, I do, but it's just like without this phone, let me like, do I really know who I am? Right before I started doing these interviews and shit back in like twenty. 20- I think it was 2013 or something. I went to Barcelona for a month. And back then, internet shit was still way prehistoric in fucking Europe and shit. So basically, like, I would go out riding bikes with my friends all day and my phone would not be connected to the internet. Mm -hmm. I had infinite time to just think about exactly what I wanted to fucking do with my life. And I get back after that and I basically, like, start doing podcasts and start doing all this shit that basically takes me in the direction of everything. that was, like... Yes, because it just gave me so much time to, like really be able to see my life with a with a zoomed out view and just be like okay this is how far you've gotten in your life up to this point but if you really want to be successful you need to like change course you need to think about shit differently and that like just having that space like yeah i i constantly have this thought lately of my whole life is divided up into making content and consuming content i get home from talking to people all day and what do i do in the car i fucking listen to podcasts and what do i do when i have an hour or two before bed i sit on the couch and i watch youtube videos mm-hmm. and it feels like life is like everything else besides those two things and a lot of times especially when i go to other cities and i'm traveling and stuff and i'm just like the last time i was in new york just walking around with the homies just chilling in public and smoking and and fucking eating random slices of pizza and shit i'm just like this just feels like way more of a life than what i do typically and i love what i do but it's sometimes kind of frustrating because it just it's just so like either making shit or consuming shit yeah, I definitely feel that like just you're literally either making some shit or you're just watching. You're just watching other people say things, do things, type things. And it's like, especially with the Internet, because uh, I honestly been not doing. I mean, I haven't really been like on YouTube that much lately. Like, I've been actually I came back to it just because like every time I'm about to do something, I have to get back on it. Like, I'm planning on doing YouTube and shit. Mm. I used to do YouTube when I was a kid, but like like. I remember when I was a kid, bro. You know what's crazy? When I was a kid, I wanted to be a pop singer. Mm. Who were you looking at that you were inspired by? 
Michael Jackson, obviously. That's what a lot of people have been saying to me lately, and that's interesting. Like, yo, Michael Jackson, bro, I wanted to be a pop star, and it's like I was writing lyrics and all this other shit. And then even my mom, like, even she encouraged that. Like, obviously, she would have still wanted me to do, like, the college and shit or whatever, but mm-hmm. she she was definitely, like, rallying behind me and blah, blah, blah. And it's so funny, like, when I started this shit, like, and I'm making all this bread and shit, it's like she can't wrap her mind around it. And I'm just like, yo, mom, like, trust me, just let me have a couple, like, not even, it's not even that long, like, like, two years. Let me just do this shit. Just watch what happens. So, like, that's really where I'm at right now. And honestly, at the end of the day, nobody ever really knows what's going to happen. But, like, I don't know. That's why I say, like, this shit is really like a game, bro. How old are you? So I turned 21 this year. So you you have so much fucking time to figure it out. Like, when I was 21, by, by the time I was, like, 23, I already felt like, holy shit, I'm old. I'm washed. Like, shit is <laughs> slowing down. It's over. Whatever. <laughs> now I'm 40, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I got probably, like, 30 or 40 years before I'm dead. That's pretty decent. You know? Like, 21 is so fucking young that you just have the world in front of you but i would advise you to like definitely try to take more time away from your phone to travel and just go and like you need to just like fly to europe with a couple of homies and just travel around yeah, for a bro, week or this two this is literally bro. why when i say i haven't been on twitter that much it's because i'm when i'm doing life shit i just don't like i really want to be in the moment nowadays mm-hmm. but that's also why i'm also thinking about that irl streaming shit because it doesn't have to be no neon shit. I could literally right. stream my real life because my real life is lit. I could stream my real life doing real shit and it would kind of be the same. But also, it is. it does kind of like ruin it. Because a, a lot of people who are IRL streaming, oh. this is them. They're just looking at the chat yeah. all the time, just looking for some kind of feedback to make them feel like like that they have some kind of motivation or just anything and it's like not for real though the IRL streaming shit is dope it's just don't let it consume you I know so many people who do it like every day and it's just like bro this is like the least healthy thing I can fucking imagine yeah I just like to test things out and Mm. like I said I don't like doing shit I don't want to do like if I was doing IRL streaming and let's say it became the most popular stream like let's say I became the number one streamer off that shit if I feel like I didn't want to do it I'm falling the fuck off because I'm not doing this shit if I don't want to do it. Mm. Like with Twitter, it's not like I don't want to do it, but it's just like it's not the same. Like the shit that I'm playing a game. Yeah, like when I, what I was feeling when I first started blowing up. Bro, I remember I'll go to sleep at five a.m. I'm waking up at nine a.m. Like at this point, I hadn't done no drugs or anything, right? So it's just like I'm waking up. I'm going to sleep at five a.m., nine a.m., and I wake up at nine a.m. because when I wake up at nine a.m., life is exciting. Like. Mm. Let's go. I'm awake. Let's see what the fuck happens today. But then whenever I was like going through anything bad or whatever, like I would just go to sleep and just be asleep because my body just doesn't even want to be here type shit. Like, so like that's I, what I, life is like. I got to just be excited to be here. Yeah. I have a theory about Twitter, which is that that first 20 or 30 minutes of you looking at Twitter for the day is fucking great because you don't know what's going on in the world and you're just finding out about all this crazy viral shit that happened over the night or whatever. And then after a certain point, like the other day I was on set on a, on the reality show thing for like, you know, I'm just sitting around for like 14 fucking hours. So I probably stared at Twitter for like six hours out of that day. And by the end of that day, I was enjoying Twitter so little because it's like, you've seen everything. It was like the day that fucking Israel bombed this hospital Mm. and people went from thinking it was Israel. No, Israel didn't bomb it, but everybody thought they did. And then they find out that it was just this explosion. And it's like, just, it it just becomes a miserable place when you're looking at it for too long. But that, that initial burst of just like, holy shit, I'm going to find out exactly what's going on in the world Mm. right now is like the best feeling. Yeah. It's like, bro, it's two sides. 
what's I what was I even gonna say, bro? Like, it's just two <laughs> ways to look at it, bro. Yeah. You'll see the best of people and you'll see the worst of people. Like, mm-hmm. some days you'll leave Twitter like I was cool, and then other days you'll be like, bro, people are so fucking dumb. I do not like this world. Like, you guys are just too dumb. But honestly, I don't really like the thing that honestly kept me glued to Twitter at first too was just. I would be on Twitter, I'd be on group chats. So like I'm meeting all these new people and like mm. like-minded people. That's definitely what kept me on. And then as you long feel as like did. you really have your community yeah. on there. And then when like eventually, cause like when it that was the peak of that was like COVID. Everyone's in their crib. But after that, like actually linking up with people, bro, like it's actually an insane feeling. Like it's just crazy. I don't know. Just finding like-minded people. That yeah, because like growing yeah. up, bro, like I ain't really like I had friends, bro. I would always have a best friend, but it wasn't until like high school that I had a group of friends, but you know how that what goes on with groups of friends. Like, mm. and also like I had that little program up, so I wasn't with the same group of friends no more. And especially and, when you're young, everybody goes to college, mm-hmm. and your whole friend group just gets disintegrated from yeah. as soon as you leave high school. Yep. You got to start figuring out like, oh, what fucking tribe do I actually fit in with? I'm saying like it's just I don't know, but it's like doing this Twitter shit. That's why I say like it's just all new. I'm just navigating it, and like all these like-minded people. Whether it's like-minded in terms of whether they're also going viral or whatever the fuck, or just like-minded in terms of, like, they see the potential in the app or whatever. But, like, for me, it's just funny because I'm really here on accident, like, in terms of blowing up on Twitter. Like, Mm. it was, but at the same time, when I first started on Instagram, like, that's what first, like, kicked me off or whatever. Twitter was all, like, that was the shit I always used. So, it's like, it was always there, but it was also an accident. It's weird. Yeah, that is crazy. But I bet you would have figured out how to blow up on some platform. If it wasn't Twitter, I bet you would have figured out TikTok or fucking Instagram or whatever, you know? I still feel like I'm going to figure it out. Like, telling you, man, I'm on a fucking mission. It is crazy, though, how many people I know who basically started their career by being a fan page or, like, a fan account. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, I have a dude who works for me now who just literally was watching No Jumper podcast and clipping it and had an account called, like, No Jumper the like, best of no jumper or some oh, yeah. shit and he's just uploading clips and then all bro, of a sudden that's I bro, ended the up internet hiring. is amazing bro like there's so many opportunities like there's just so much money to be made in the world bro mm-hmm. like ah uh, like, if i start talking about that i'm gonna ramble forever like i swear bro <laughs> that's true there's just I, too much money to be made on I, this fucking shit i do have one more interview i gotta do before the end of the night but this was a fucking awesome conversation uh, yeah. and i have a huge amount of faith in you i think you're gonna be ridiculously Appreciate huge it, man. in like, the future Appreciate it, man. I, I enjoyed this shit. Like, hey, man, <laughs> I know y'all be cooking them, but, bro, like, past the internet <laughs> shit, you guys got to remember, real life is real life, bro. And I fuck with you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, your first real sit down with the cuck master is officially complete. You survived. For sure, gang. But can you get, <laughs> can you get rid of this shit? Like, this yeah, shit been, okay. like, bothering me. Well, bro. I got a girl coming in next, too, so I don't know if she's going to get all out of pocket when she <laughs> sees this thing. So, yeah, I'm going to hide it. Shout out to Jason Lee. Shout out to Jason Love. Shout out to Corn. Which is that's oh, what yeah. we call porn, which is kind of awkward, right? Yeah, bro. That, I'm, <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, you gonna see me is gonna be cornsky. If you Remember talk that. about porn on TikTok, you gotta call it corn. But meanwhile, you actually are corn. Yeah, I don't want that fucking. I, when people Google me, if I stay corn, it's gonna always be the food, and it's always gonna be like porn and shit. So like, yeah, I've always like it's crazy. It's on accident, but you're gonna probably know me as cornsky. Oh, you're in a transition? Like, I already, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind (laughs) of like the full name already, but it's like, I haven't really 
change to that, but yeah, Kornsky. Okay. Remember that. <laughs> that is good. I like that. Yeah, being Googleable is very important. Mm-hmm. Like when I was trying to find information about you for this, yeah. I had to ask you straight up, like, can you just send me anything that you've had on YouTube or whatever? Because I don't know how the fuck I'm going to find it. I had to muster up any link I could find. Like, bro, there's just not enough video content. Like, yeah. Video wise. Definitely. All but, right. Yeah. Fuck with my man, Corn. We'll uh, link yeah, to shit no in the description. Thank you very much. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram. Like, comment, subscribe, nojumper.com if you want to support.